All right, you guys are good. Nice in a long time. Are those glasses bedazzled? Yes, and they're called uh, Dapper Dan's. Oh, okay. I'm a Dapper Dan and man. everybody's writing him going, you look like Elton John. Yeah. And he's like, what? I always mm. wore these. <laughs> I'm like, not no. bedazzled like that. He, yeah, he rocked, he rocked the Harry Carries for years. Yeah, but, he always had the big frames, but never, I don't, I the, never saw this. But he was like, this is my big thing for the premiere. Now bedazzled. I'm going to wear them on stage. I'm like, they're so distracting. Like, if you're a singer, it's cool. No, no, not even that. I mean. I don't know who we're talking about. Dice. Oh, These glasses he wore. Oh, he can do no To wrong. the premiere. <laughs> See, Joe's a big dice oh, guy. I, saw, I want to be his girlfriend. I just love I, I want to hook you up. Please, will you? Uh, <laughs> would you, you would accept a bedazzled glasses Hell dice? Hell yeah, I would. I love his style. Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Did you see the, oh, I don't know if you saw these pictures that he wore, the glasses he wore to the premiere the other day. Oh, I, oh, no. I will show the you. The premiere of. Of what? Uh, late uh, stars born. You always assume we know everything about your life. He went I'm to a so stars sorry. born. He's he he's, was in he's, it. he's Lady Gaga. He's in. Oh my god. Yeah, he's Lady Gaga's dad. Yeah. In the movie. She gave Are me you a... fucking with me right now? No. no. You mean to tell me there's a project with Dice and Lady Gaga coming That's up? That's correct. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was guys. I was excited before. Okay. I can am... I tell you my favorite part? This is the thing with Dice. Like he's yeah. he loves. Lady Gaga. And in the movie, it's basically Stephanie and Andrew. Yeah. It's no dice or Gaga, uh-huh. right? Like, they're just playing mm. yeah. themselves and the whole thing. And so Andrew keeps going around going, she's going to be huge. Wait till you <laughs> see it. When this movie <laughs> comes out, <laughs> well, Gaga is going to be a star. Well, she, I mean, in Dice's but, defense, not that that's not but foolish, but he's due for, she's due for a comeback. She is definitely lulled. <laughs> Oh my God! Now we're but talking. she still doesn't. The lull. truth is coming out. Yes, yeah, she does. Just She's because had, her lull is oh, higher is. than the rest of us will ever get. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a, she I, hasn't I mean, plummeted. I understand that, but she's her had. Is... She's had three meh albums, and I keep. It's just. <gasps> yes. you know, I feel okay. She's like the George Lucas Whoa, of gay. We yes. woke up Joe Dodge, in that, didn't like, we? I can just tell, like, I love her, but I can just tell she has no one in her life who says, like, this is not a bad idea, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Or yes, you should maybe. Yes, man. I feel like, yes, I feel like her whole, like, her whole life is just, like, Stalin's inner circle where everyone just, apl- like, no one wants to be the first to stop applauding. Best Stalin reference we've had in weeks. Awesome. Good. I'll probably get another one well, out at the end of the podcast. Good. What happened was, on the red carpet the other day, he was doing an interview, Andrew, and I was talking to his publicist, uh-huh. and I was right behind him, and I just randomly turned, and they said something about Gaga, and he goes, she's going to be a big star. <laughs> yeah. And I fell <laughs> down to the ground, <laughs> because oh, I was no longer in the screen anymore. Yeah, like I was out. there for a second, uh, and then I just uh, <laughs> plummeted, because I was like, no, he didn't say it's that to best, entertainment tonight. Uh, it's no. the best catchphrase out there. Gaga is gonna be a star <laughs> after this. Uh, but you know, I mean, obviously his intentions are that she crossed movie them. star. She crossed the line. She yeah. did the crossover, right? The, and and she really. The problem though is, is that being a movie star 
is as low as an entertainer can get now because film you and know, movies are you know, bottom of the barrel. This is Hollywood classic. This is a remake of a, it is. This is That's the fourth so remake. But, but people I mean, still don't care. Yeah, I mean, really? it would be bigger if they made A Star Is Born as a series for Netflix. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would I mean, be. I mean, TV I, has. I think you might be right. You might be streaming right. has taken mm-hmm. over because people just don't want to go to the movie theater. Yeah. Well, like, uh, yeah, it feels like such a fuck around sometimes. Like, what I mean, the movie theater? Yeah, kind of. I mean, like, it just uh, like movies have to feel like I always bemoan like how everything is a goddamn superhero thing now. But like, movies have to feel like an event, or it's like, why would why would I leave my exactly. house? Yeah. Which is why they put. Lady Gaga and Dice, because I, those are events that they put in a movie. I'm also of the. I'm also of the nice opinion. sale, nice sale. <laughs> I'm also of the opinion now that it's almost like if you can tell a story in two hours, how great a story is it? Like you can yeah. get like novel. Oh, this is quality. a little longer than t- two hours. Oh, oh yikes! <laughs> I know. I was like cutting halfway through. I, I'm like, I cannot oh, believe I didn't know Dice was in a Star Is Born. I can't believe it either. Yeah. I'm a little shocked I, myself. And he told oh, me like a year ago. Yeah. When he first, I, I don't know if he had just got the part or what the deal was, but he he just kept telling me that it was Gaga and Bradley Cooper and me. I'm A-list again. He he did get third billing. <laughs> I was Pretty like, impressive. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, but there's a bit of a drop off between Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. It's like, remember when Bill Hicks used to say, well, Iraq is the fourth largest army in the world. Yeah, there's a drop off between it one and two. It's a giant, yeah. <laughs> a big gap there. I'm sorry, Dice, no disrespect. I love no, you. no, please. He wouldn't listen anyway. Yeah, so. never. <laughs> I do his. He sends me his and makes me listen to his. I'm like, I'm not listening to your podcast. He's like, but you were on it. I go, that doesn't make me want to listen more. I hate listening. Hey, boys. It's me again. Talking to you. You know. You know what we got to talk about. You know what it is. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been on, like, social media, right? And then, you know, that memory pops up and they're like, hey, remember when you used to go with this hot chick? Because you used to look awesome. But then you let yourself go, didn't you? Why? Because she didn't call you back? She didn't go down on you enough? What happened? But so why would you let yourself go? You don't need to do that. There's so many things, guys. Girls go to every single aisle in CVS and all this nonsense and order prescription drugs and everything we can do so that we look like rubber balls that you want to sleep with. But no, you do nothing. You let it go. You just just sit back and you're like, well, well, men age like wine, fine wine. No, your wine stinks. This is what you need, guys. You can go to forhims.com. It is a one-stop shop for skincare, hair loss, any of that. You can get rid of that creepy, dirty baseball hat that you always wear. You don't need it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it and stop wearing those Yankee ones. You know how bad that is. Sexual wellness for men. Come on, everything you need, right, is a one-stop shop. They have anti-aging kits. They're custom prescription creams tailored for your skin, like for you. You don't have to guess. It's not guesswork. It's tailored for you. They do all the work. You just have to put it on. You have to wash your face. You can't just wash with soap and water. I was doing that for years, seriously. And then I started to look like Rose Kennedy. So they were like, hey, you got to use 
different things. You got to wash with certain soaps, you know, prescription soaps. You got to use moisturizer. Uh, People tell me all the time, eye cream, eye cream. They scream at me. I don't know what that was. Now I use it. So I look like half a person and I'm middle aged. That's terrifying. Don't get, don't judge me on my middle agedness. Okay. Anyway, here's the thing. You don't have to visit some fancy dermatologist or pay giant prices to get it. Just go for hymns. It connects you with doctors online who will they'll evaluate your skin needs right there for you. Personalize it. Give you a custom anti-aging treatment. All you need to do is take a couple of pictures and answer a few questions. Is that so hard? No, you would do that to go on Tinder, wouldn't you? Same thing. You want a good profile picture? Here it is. This is guaranteed. Guaranteed, my friend. It's your skin. Do you want to be a face in the crowd or the face in the crowd? Huh? Order now and save $20 off your first month of For Him's anti-aging kit. All right, $20 off your first order. Lock in those looks now. Get your first month of anti-aging for $20 off. That's amazing, guys. This I, I spend tons of money. I'm telling you, if I had this, I would do it. Go to forhims.com slash TCS. That's forhims.com slash TCS. Forhims.com slash TCS. I look forward to seeing you. Welcome to the Comedy Hi. Store Podcast. Joe that Josh. was our first bit of gossip that yeah. we got out. Yeah, we always we always we start always like just... the ladies at the hair salon. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Which, by the way, I like your new haircut, Rick. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. When you first got it, you looked like Michael Douglas in Falling Down. It was the best compliment. Which was okay. very on brand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was the best compliment. Out of every, everyone tried to insult me, that was the only one where I was like, yeah, you know, Joe gets yeah. me. Because that's that's something like if I could but get that look, it's just it makes on brand it, yeah. is even better. Yeah. yeah. Well, I always thought before with your long with your long hair, you reminded me of like the hippie teacher from Beavis and Butthead kind okay. of, and it's yeah. just you know the personalities clash a little, sure, you know, too much. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. You're slowly evolving, and you're you know someone put a thunderstone on you, and you're evolving into your final Pokemon. And I I'd salute. Listen, you. I don't know what any of that means, but thank you. No I'm, problem. I have no idea. I missed what out the on Pokemon's. Oh, you're not that. I'm not that much older than me. How do you not know? Pokemon? I gotta be at least seven or eight years old. Are you? I'm 37. I'm 31. A girl okay. never tells Six her years? age. Oh yeah. Jeez. I met Rick. <laughs> bitch. Um, yeah, I, I missed out on Pokemon. Oh, it's a shame. It's probably it explains everything. Yeah, I mean, that's, what, that's, you that's the, where most of my anger and resentment yeah, yeah. derived okay, right. from. You played that stupid game where everybody was walking around like well, putts I, well, falling I ne- into no, things. No, the, no, Pokemon Go. I never played that. Kind okay, of that's now. a different thing. Well, I actually in high school I never played Pokemon. I played Magic: The Gathering, which was yes. much nerdier and kind of like neck beardier game yeah. and we used to sit in the card store and make fun of the pokemon kids like they were losers yeah okay <laughs> yeah that's that's, that's like hilarious. nerd on dweeb yeah and this is like hate. this is in rural south dakota mind you so like there's not a huge market you're from this. south dakota yep yep this wow. got more the, interesting yeah. it's the best dakota but still one of the worst yeah states. <laughs> oh my god it really is. well here's the thing like it's the south best da- how far are you from how far are you from the corn palace like oh the fucking corn it's palace. an american like three, icon three four hours oh, okay. or something like that i don't even remember because the corn palace is such a fucking joke, but yeah, it's I mean, a it joke. Is. How uh, dare you call it a joke? It's the, the corn palace. Hey, we have a 
South Dakota. We have some civic pride around here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we take our carbohydrate building seriously. <laughs> it's uh, I, I remember my family going to Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. The only reason anyone goes to South Dakota, yeah. I guess. But my dad was like, we got to stop at the Corn Palace. We had to spend a night in Mitchell. And all, all I remember is just going and being like, so, so it's just, it's basically a gymnasium on the yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. And then on the outside, it's just a, a small civic center with a bunch of corn art. Yeah. And it's also like, it's not like made of just corn. Like, it's like a building with like, it's like a building with corn in the walls. It's not yeah. really made of corn exactly. Like, it no. has cement and plaster and drywall, yeah. but just throw some corn in it. Yeah, it's, it's like, like how here's, many? A, here's a building you put some corn in. Isn't Wasn't that yeah, foolish? Yeah, that I mean, it's, it's literally just a large, basically like yeah. a painting of corn with yeah. using corn. How many rats are in the walls? That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. I, I can't imagine rats going to South know. Dakota. Well, we don't. Yeah, okay, you saying don't, they don't want to go? Well, there. Really we're not get, going we there. don't really get rats because they don't. I mean, they are you kinda, kidding? They, well, they only live in They'll like die. urban. It's too sparse. Like, yeah, but in no... the rats, in the in the corn. Uh, I had a friend that used to work on a farm, and mm-hmm. he said he had to put rubber bands around his. Um, uh, pants. So when it, when they let when they opened mm. everything up, the rats would run out and they would go up your pants. Oh, I wouldn't know. I'd... That's gross. That's why I'm like, oh, right now, just nauseous yeah. from that. Well, and the thing about Mount Rushmore too is it's fucking boring. Like it's it's, no. bo- it's boring and it's it's such a disappointment compared to like what you think it's going to be. Well, and it's like worth going to if you're like on the way. Somewhere, somewhere, but yeah. you wouldn't be in that part of the country. There's nowhere to drive to yeah. or from. So it's just like, why on earth would you? Why you, did they do it there? Oh, just to disgrace the Indians. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck you. that was a big thing. Yeah. They needed something to cover up yeah. whatever, you know, Whatever they're built in the back of yeah. it to hide government secrets. F- yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah. you and your mountain red men. It's all dead bodies yeah. underneath yeah. Uh, and just their come, heads poking yeah. out. Yeah, we're going to come here and take all your gold and put our presidents on your mountains, faggots. That yep. was the official okay, government the, policy. Is that what it says it's, underneath? It's on the yeah, plaque. Yeah. Oh, good. Good, good. <laughs> Red faggots. If you, look re- <laughs> if you look really closely, it's etched in the temples of Teddy Roosevelt's glasses. <laughs> he was a legendary like it Indian say killer. Prada, it says, yeah. you faggots. It was, like, explained, it, was explained, it was explained by a helpful park ranger. Did you kids know? <laughs> I remember going and uh, Mike, that, so that's it. And then, yeah. like, a park ranger comes over, and he's like, originally, they were going to build the entire bodies, but they got tired after, and I'm like, shut up. They got so tired, boring. yeah. And then he goes, uh, you guys have been selected to uh, help fold the flag at the end of the day. And I'm just oh, like, my God. who gives a shit about this? My parents are like, isn't this so cool? I'm like, <laughs> No, not no. really. I could never imagine going to something like that as a kid. Well, like funny, even DC was awful for us. I like DC. I think DC is fun. Never been. Yeah, I wouldn't. We did our eighth grade trip there. Well, I did. You East there Coasters. Eighth, I went there in eighth well, grade we too. What is, is this like a national thing? It could be eighth grade. Go to DC. I, I, I was lucky to make it to Topeka. It's in like, the eighth Topeka. Grade. It's like right before you <laughs> reach the age of reason. So it's just yeah, just indoctrinate. It's you so cool here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were just sitting smoking cigarettes, like with all the names on the wall. We're mm. like, yeah, whatever, and like no respect for anything, yeah. zero the, respect. The, the funny part about Mount Rushmore too is they finished Mount Rushmore in like ten years, ten fifteen years in the eighteen hundreds with like dynamite and just like Irishmen to just throw at. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Meanwhile, there's the Crazy Horse Monument. Like there now that they still haven't. I was gonna finished. say, and they're just like, I don't know what we're gonna do. It's impossible. <laughs> you can't just carve some out of it. Like you could pour rocks into a fucking three D printer and make the crazy horse monument. They just can't get it done. Well, again, though, why would we want to give any sort of honor to those savages who <gasps> wasted all those years where we could have enjoyed that land? Do, do they? Are there a lot of natives in Kansas? 
Uh, yeah, okay. there's a decent amount. I know one thing I noticed about South Dakota is the most like liberal people in the world are still viciously racist to Indian people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then where I went to college at Kansas University, we also have the largest Native American mm-hmm. university in America there, Haskell Indian Nations College. Okay. And you'll never see an amazingly it's it's the the town's probably like eighty thousand when mm-hmm. school is in. Right. Um. And a hundred percent segregated to whereas no white people oh, yeah. ever go to that section of Lawrence because oh. that's just where the natives are yeah. or you know, huffing mm-hmm. paint or doing whatever it is that right. they do. They drink a lot, right? They drink a lot. They 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 have line dancing. It's nerving me to bars. say that as an Irish. Yeah, Jesus. anyway, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, shameless. Those where animals. You come from. <laughs> <laughs> Those animals drink yeah. a lot. No, I. It's just my mom went to Alcatraz, and she said that I guess they housed or there was some yeah. India. I don't know something, and she was like, when I saw. How bad they drank. Good God. And how bad. And I go, well, they're a little angry. There's Indians (laughs) drinking on Alcatraz? Yeah, Yeah, they were living there or something. And coming from your family on, like, your family is like a fucking. Okay, I'm My brothers and sisters, not my mom. Okay, but like, your family is like a fucking Martin McDonough play that he would cut because it's too dark. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And your mom's like, well, I don't know about those Indians. I love it when she does stuff like that because mm. I'm like, hello, look around. Yeah. Like, but we're not, I don't know. My mom lives in a whole nother world than we do. There's Amazing. a difference, though, between drinking with Christ in your soul True. and drinking I still as an my absolute exactly. monster of the prairie. Exactly. <laughs> not that filthy pagan drinking. <laughs> I don't need the Osage ruining my beautiful time breathing my air my mom for a while that like tr- like we're not drinkers mm-hmm. we have like we're so bad irish the worst co- like we yeah, sober never- irish gross yeah what is that you like, might as well just be what a welsh waste exactly what a waste uh, my mom wants to actually see mm-hmm. if she's irish because she really doesn't like it like she has tried and she's like it's just awful i can do jameson once mm-hmm. in a while that's a good thing but i can't do too much or i'll fight everyone or take all my clothes off and do other things yes. with everyone. My hometown in South But you win, never know win. what you're getting. Win, win. You never know what you're getting. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> my, my hometown is still segregated against the Irish to this day. I mean, not, really? acti- not actively anymore, but like north side of town is the German side, south side of the town is the Irish side. So, so respectful. So it's, it's German-Irish mm-hmm. hate. Yeah. Wow. Well, we didn't have any I, Germans. I need, but... uh, listen, I've been talking about how we need this back. <laughs> we need the white-on-white hate going. Like, That's I, why I, I respect agree. Asian cultures. Same. We had, that, we had the Irish and Italian. Not, not that Italians when, are white, but you know what I mean. I know what you're saying. <laughs> when America was great, white hated well, other we're whites. Just, we're pissing into the wind <laughs> trying to get everyone to love each other yeah, and that's not totally going to happen when we could easily get white people to hate within their own thing and get some equilibrium it I, would be beautiful this is a great idea rick thank you yeah. I, I agree i would i grew I, up that I, way. I always say it you know don't hate people for who they are hate them for what they are let, let it never <laughs> let it never be said your soul deadening pessimism <laughs> thank you. doesn't have a purpose guys i'm <laughs> the only one purpose. who can really get maga going if people just <laughs> okay. start listening to my policies We'll, we'll change America for the better in no time. Did Kansas City, did they have segregation? Like, Philadelphia totally does. I don't know. What did you guys have? I mean, there's Just, 100% the black part of town. Like white and black, basic. Yeah. Okay. Because we then, had white, black, white, 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 white or white, mm-hmm. like that. So Kansas yeah. City's, because there's Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas, yeah. it's kind of weird because... 
there's white people in all the suburbs. Right. Mm-hmm. And then in Kansas City, Missouri is all the black people. And then Kansas City, Kansas is all the Hispanic people. Got it. And then basically just white people surrounding those ah. those two they're surrounded. Got yeah. it. I because when we were growing up, we always, you know, kind of talk shit to each other, mm-hmm. and so we would always say crazy slang things to whatever. Like my best friend is nickname was Harpo, and he's got a tattoo of it because mm-hmm. he's Irish, right? So we heard every Irish slur you could say. Right. And the other day, I got one that I never heard, and I couldn't be happier. And it was from an Italian gentleman. Sure, mm-hmm. uh, I'll name his name because we have a disclaimer. Maybe Dom Irera. What did Dom call you? Piece of shit, guinea yeah. bastard. Yeah. We were t- well. He didn't call me, but he was talking about Fitzpatrick. Uh-huh. Okay. We were talking football. So he goes, uh, he goes, yeah. He he got schooled, that pig Irish blooded motherfucker. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, pig yeah. Irish blooded. Yeah. So is that because we're cops? This piece of shit. Mm. No, I don't think so. Pig I, Irish. I think it's because Irish people are swine. And- <laughs> Belong in a yeah. bar in yeah. a big pit of mud Either somewhere. way, but I never heard it, and I had to give <laughs> you're, kudos. You're porcine beasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fit for Christ give... to cast demons into. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I always mean... thought Don Myrera looked like the old grandma from Coco. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean. Did you see Coco? Of course. No. But... No? It's delightful, Rick. It's on Netflix. Julie would love it. I'm not watching Coco. It's, it's you cute. You have a kid. It's cute. Watch it with your kid. My you kid know? doesn't like anything. I don't she have wa- a kid. She wants and to I watch. watch. Yeah, she because watch she's fucking being raised by you. <laughs> she watches Sesame Street. If I show her anything else, she'll just go, "No, want to watch episode," and then <gasps> I have to find the specific episode that she is thinking about at that time. That's kind of cute, though. And I'll, what, what episode so are you smart. talking about? Mm. No, the people episode. And I go, "What? What's the people episode? What the fuck are you talking about?" Dad up, people episode. And then I go, is this the one? <laughs> your, life would, your life would make like the most existentially depressing family sitcom. In the world. We're going to make it. We're going to make this sitcom because every that's what people like. Tear TV. Never, I just never should have been put in this role. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I can be a good parent, but the the caring nurturing parent is not the role for me and it's, my wife oh my is just God. she's out God. it's she's, like it's like full house if it actually happened you know hey let's get this guy to raise these kids oh no he's incompetent and this <laughs> yeah. is just, they, oh, they're all gonna grow to be alcoholics until. yeah <laughs> every time i gotta make her a meal i'm like what the fuck am i doing <laughs> can i feed her chicken fingers is that of legal? course Good. every day yeah good then she's fine they don't chicken come from fingers. here you're fine yeah do you throw vegetables in there she i mean the only way I can get her to eat vegetables is if I'm eating vegetables. Like, if I give her vegetables, she'll just go, no. But if, like, she sees me eating them, she'll be like, I want that. Aww, like, oh, that's oh, you want green cute, bean? Though. Here you go. And then she'll eat a couple. Here, you want another one? No. <laughs> she okay. wants to be like dad. That's cute. I mean, I guess. I can't wait to see her one-woman show. <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna, they're going to give her a Netflix special <laughs> decades before I oh, get one. They're going to shove Hannah Gatsby into the Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> Thank you. Thank God. goodness, huh? Yeah. Did you watch that? No, and I won't. Okay. There's a whole That's school. Why I love Joe. There's a whole school of comedy out there now that like, I can file under, like, I will never watch because it'll ruin my day. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, I by the way, watch. guys, it's post-comedy. Yeah. By the way, I think Hannah Gatsby is very brave. She reminds me of the great 
great, uh, you know, gay icon Harvey Milk, who, <laughs> you know, well, you know, because you know how he, okay. like, you know, ran for the first openly gay, like, politician in America, and, like, after losing a couple times, yeah. then on his third time, he ran a really half-hearted, like, not really trying very hard campaign, and then quit halfway through and announced all the terrible things that happened to him in life and said life was unfair and quit. You know, that big fucking hero we very, very do you think we could get I like that. Do you think we could get Sean Penn to play Hannah Gatsby Uh. in a biopic? (laughs) Because I would pay top dollar to watch that haggard son of a bitch. Oh, God. (sighs) I just, the whole idea I don't want to make him laugh anymore. I mean, because, like, honestly, like, I've I've worked so hard, like, to get in here as a gay guy and, like, just try to be, like, not that, like, I find my life particularly unfair, but just the idea that it's heroic to, like, do a shitty job and let the way things are unfair become your fucking excuse and then Absolutely. make a whole special complaining about it. Uh, yeah. You know, and, I, by the way, and I've been through that, too, where it's like, I'll go to Arizona before I'm ready. I'm like, boo-hoo, they hate me because I'm gay. And then Ty Rivera will go up and crush, and I got to take my medicine and go, no, you just suck right now. That's the problem. <laughs> right. So I've been where she is, and I don't – but I feel like her that whole special – you know, in my utterly not seeing it opinion is just leading with the chin at just a big whiny excuse. And yeah. here's a terrible thing that happened to me. I don't buy it at all. I find it. I yeah, mean, we've talked about it on here before, but it's the exact opposite of what I think brave is. And yeah, how, uh, exactly. You don't just fucking let things that happen to you. you. You don't just fucking just crawl and just fold the things that are unfair in your life. And exactly. go, Oh, this beat me. No, you fucking beat them. That's brave. I always thought the thing that, you were supposed to do is take all the terrible things and the pain you're feeling and make them funny. And right, that, that's right. what being a comedian is. Or something is. like that along like, those and lines. And also, like, how is it so revolutionary what she did? Like, a year earlier, Neil Brennan did his one-man show, which was hilarious, and he talked about some painful things, and he made them funny. And at the end of it, he talked about how comedy helped him through all this and how laughing yeah. was, like, yeah. the greatest thing. Also, do you remember when Jim Jeffries did Alcoholicost, where at the end oh, he yes. tells that story about taking um, his friend with cerebral palsy to the brothel? Mm-hmm. Like, that was hilarious, and I cried a bunch during it, and it was so beautiful. And there's none of this fucking bitter resentfulness. Yeah. Just barking at, oh, here's why comedy itself is so unfair and wrong. Fuck her. <laughs> Fuck her. Boy, so proud of Joe. Look yeah. at this. I'm I was, extremely yeah, I proud. was nervous. Because I'm like, I don't think Joe's going to like all the shit talking that we do. Oh, but no, yeah. oh this now is the most battle king. Are you shit me? Well, like, I, co- I come out with this like, hey, I just want to be positive. But like, you, yeah. can scra- you can scratch that away like a fucking lottery ticket. He's like time. Steve Simone. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, hey, guys, everything's great. You're like, yeah. do you really think so? Oh, fuck them. I don't care. I hope <laughs> I everyone it. dies. Exactly. I want to be positive, but it just blows away in a slight breeze. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. It's brutal. But here's the thing. It, it is, I feel like everything has changed like brave took on a whole mm-hmm. new meaning yeah uh you know it, all these little things and they're trigger words for me like mm-hmm. i the other day i was in the supermarket and they're like you want to try some coffee it's it's grass-fed and mm-hmm. i'm like Gra- how do you fucking grass feed i don't even know what that means what the fuck does that have to grass do feed like- no in my head i'm saying they change the word like they uh-huh. they take these just words using keywords switch them to all excite around. people, keywords no, to they, excite feed, people. they feed brave, grass to the grass to their beans. They, they, i don't quite see the correlation they fed grass to the cows instead of corn and it makes them feel better yeah. right but that if i if it's a grass-fed uh, a beef i'd be excited but mm-hmm. coffee what the fuck it's like they took oh. the word that makes people excited yeah and made you jump to oh uh, try our coffee I guarantee you. what are you I, fucking retarded you can go to whole foods it. and you can find coffee that says it's gluten-free on it Is as that? if any coffee <laughs> in the world added 
wheat starches. I was at a Pink Dot just 20 minutes ago, and I remember, like, I've heard about people, like, putting butter in their coffee, and I'm like, that sounds like That's some That's real That old sounds school. like some bullshit. But That's then, when we didn't have enough. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> like, it's a fucking depression. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All we have is butter. Well, we're putting butter in. There's molasses <laughs> rations. <laughs> We gotta save a nylon to parachute against the Japs. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, people are fucking stupid. Give Tojo what for with butter coffee. <laughs> uh, so did you put butter in your coffee? Well, I just, I went and pinked out. They had, like, you, you know, you get a can of cold brew. They had a can of butter coffee. And I turn over. It's like, hey, here's like 78% of the saturated fat you need in a day. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're, we're running with this. This is killer. God bless California. Did you yeah. drink it? No, I don't. I don't know why. Oh, so I don't proud. know why people are so fat in this country. Country. Yeah. Yeah. And now Get we have a nice carbonated can uh, of butter. Do you ever go back to Kansas? Uh, I I honestly haven't been in four years. Well, but can, well like I would like because you're diabetic, right? Yeah. Like I like I just I try to be a vegetarian and like I can't fucking eat shit in the Midwest. Like everything they it's like, brutal. It's like everything. It's just carbs. Like. Just like shitty white flour carbs and a pound of cheese, just yeah. an inhuman amount of cheese. I mean, that's my uh, my problem with going anywhere in America is that I basically can't eat yeah. anything for the whole weekend I'm somewhere. I bet, yeah. If you go anywhere in the South, then I'm just out because they'll mm-hmm. put sugar in yeah. salad. They'll find a way. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I believe that, though. Like, well, they have also, like, in the Midwest, they have bullshit. Like, here's we're having marshmallow salad on a potluck. <laughs> like, you don't get to say that. Yeah. Someone should stop you. <laughs> my, my wife's, uh, she's a vegetarian, and so, like, when we would go back to Kansas, like, five or six years ago, it's impossible, especially like I took her back around Christmas one year. So there's absolutely no produce anywhere that's even oh, remotely Jackson, fresh. Think, like I didn't even fuck. think of that. Dude, their vegetables wow. suck. They're and terrible. I, know I sound like a little fucking pissy little coastal fruit when I say that, but it's it's bad. Well, but you no, are, I, and that's is. fine. Yeah, Be exactly, who you are. Exactly. Own it. Thank Own you, it. Yeah, it's, but it's wait, terrible. you're saying like in the Midwest, the produce produce in the winter is well, not... like a pound of grapes is like five dollars, and they also suck true. shit. Oh. Nothing yeah. grows there but like wheat and just yeah, you know, stuff. Californians don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so people that, think it's grows good farmland. It's not. Like no. it's not at all. Yeah, I guess I, you're right. I'm, it's now an that infertile, you think of it. cold and shithole, and it's farmland. <laughs> so it's not like pe- people are, are. Most people aren't still living on farms yeah. where they grow their own stuff. They're just giant corporate farms oh, yeah. that stretch for miles and are filled yeah. completely it's, with one crop, soybeans yeah. or the whole. Yeah, the whole middle of the country is like the first third of Wizard of Oz. That's they're not <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> But you know what else they it's do amazing. now? Like where I'm from, you know, is they'll do, like, do they do pheasant hunting? In oh, yeah. Texas? Okay. Like right where I'm from, maybe like 30 miles from my house, is like there's all these big pheasant hunting, just rich guy compounds where That's like, literally, like literally like Dick Cheney and yeah. like, yeah. you know, Rumsfeld and whoever will like come and fly into shit. Like, like, like every, every year the Illuminati basically flies to where I'm from and just okay. kill small animals for fun. <laughs> they kill animals and then they, they sacrifice the rare ones yeah. on the Didn't back of Mount shot? Rushmore. Yeah, they, Didn't somebody get shot doing yeah. it? Well, oh, Dick yeah, Cheney did. Yeah, Dick that Cheney happened, that happened shot someone. Yeah. yeah, shot them all dove hunting and then they go to their skull and bones thing and jerk off in Teddy Roosevelt's skull or whatever they do. I and, hope yeah. so. Yeah. I hope he has semen in That's, his there's, skull there's nothing, for days. I know I do, but I really hope he does. Yeah. As long as you come in a Roosevelt skull, you, yeah. you get an extra 10 sure. years of good luck. Yeah. You should tax-free. You should live tax-free. Wait, can I ask, how do you try to be vegetarian? You are or you aren't. I like the trying. Well, I mean, just on the road, it's tough. Like, I try not to... I mean, I, I eat a lot of fish when I'm on the road because it's oh, really okay. kind of like... That's I mean, gross. I don't know that, how you do that. Other than that, it's just like a lot of pasta and shit, and I just don't like getting fat. I used to weigh a lot more than I am. Shut up. 
Did you never know me when I was big? I don't pay attention to people. Plus, right. I don't see weight. I only see color. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> Philadelphia's pride. Uh, wait, so you were bigger uh, when you were here? Are, are fat black people just like a blur to you? Yeah. Like the Philadelphia scramble suits? She would, never, she would never say fat black people. They're just black people. That's right. Exactly. No. <laughs> I don't see uh, yeah, I, I don't remember you being fat. Yeah, I used to. I weigh, guess maybe not. I used fat. to weigh like fifty well, pounds more than I really right now. Yeah. What did you start doing stand up in South Dakota? I started it in Montana when I was going to college. Oh boy! Which Montana? Good choices. Really, I really like Montana. I got nothing but great things to say. Really? Yep. Southwest Montana rules. Wow! Isn't that where Harris Pete is now? I think so. It's our old door guy. He's a little uh, nutty he, butters, but okay. he worked there. the door here for thirty years and was oh, the angriest human being of all time. <laughs> was he? You would have loved him. He was. He was li- at one point allegedly he lived with Leno and Letterman, oh, yeah. and then he they became them. Stim- he was in Ren and Stimpy. He did some voices. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was- that was his claim to fame. And yeah, the, but it was pretty cool. The only time in the four or five years that I knew Harris Pete that he ever spoke to me in any way that wasn't mm-hmm. just absurdly insulting mm-hmm. was when he heard me talking with someone about a Ren and Stimpy episode. Oh. And he walked up and he was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, fuck, we're about ready to get thrown into sunset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how angry he was like that. Like he so, would just... Blow. I mean, like I watched him multiple times, like some homeless lady standing <laughs> in the front patio. She just starts yelling and he just walks over and he goes, you gotta go. She goes, sets out, ah, fuck you. And then started rambling again. He just grabbed her by the hair and then just dragged her and <laughs> rolled her into sunset. Jesus Christ. Oh, the like, good old days. Oh, I watched God. him kick a lady down the stairs. Just like this Wasn't one of them in a wheelchair that he threw down the steps? I think I that think was he, a dude. Yeah, I think he just he, tossed him out of the yeah. wheelchair. Now, was this in the Mitzi time or the Tommy time? Oh, uh, this was uh, Mitzi time. Okay. Mix of both, maybe I mean, Tommy he, early. Yeah, early, early Tommy, Tommy years. <clears throat> and then, Not, no power at this right, point. Right, right. He he ended up getting fired after 30 years for uh, being Harris. rude to Jeff Garland. <laughs> oh my! He walked up to Jeff Garland. Jeff walked in the back. He was he was the name on the marquee that mm-hmm. night. And Harris walked up to him. And goes, you got to go through the front. And he's like, what? And he's like, you got to go through the front. You can't come through the back. And he's like, I'm a comic. I don't know who you are. Ugh. He was like, my name's Amazing. on the marquee. Never heard of you. Got to oh, go through Jesus. the front. <laughs> He was Never just a bitter, angry dude. He By was the way, amazing. I but love now how he fun- lives yeah. in Montana, and he oh. found God. And is that true? Yes. Oh, that's terrible. Yes, he's very religious now. Is he nicer? Is he just kind yes, of- Yes, a like, lot nicer. Concealed his prickiness. I can't respect him anymore. Though. I know. You yeah. would lose all respect. I really appreciated his atheism. I mean, every once in a while, he'll talk trash, but he mm. goes to church every Sunday. Wow. Yeah. I guess, I guess if you never find anything in the world, it's important to find That'd God. That'd be like- <laughs> You hearing that Rick is now a Bible studies teacher. Oh, I would love That's that. how That'd be the greatest. Dude, all That'd right. be the greatest thing ever. I, I honestly don't care if people are religious anymore as long as they don't throw it in my face. Mm. Like sure. I spent decades just being like if I found out someone was religion, it was my goal to just prod them into an angry rage. <laughs> but today I'm walking out of a grocery store, I got my kid in one arm, I have two bags on the other arm, and this lady walks up and she's like me and my daughter saw you guys in the store, and since we saw you out here, it just seemed like it was the right thing to do, and I wanted to give you this. And she hands me this little pamphlet. I'm just like, thanks. <laughs> and she was like, she goes, uh, the Lord blessed you with a beautiful daughter. I'm oh, like, God. Uh, uh, thanks. And I just No, I made her with my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There you go. I like that. Uh, had I known that it was a full-on religious lunatic, I would have been like, first of all, the Lord had nothing to do with yeah. this shit. My kid was made in a 
petri dish over in beverly hills at a fertility clinic you dumb cunt but oh that's amazing instead i walked over to my car and then i looked at the thing and it just says it's it's not even good english it just says evolution impossible and it has a picture of a human and a monkey staring at each other eye to eye and then on the inside of the pamphlet it's just like a lot of scientists are agreeing that evolution is impossible. And there's no facts or any studies or anything provided. This it's sounds just like all... a Theo Vaughn joke. Yeah, right? This is yeah. going to be... I mean, it's this had... sounds like how Theo was born. Yeah. <laughs> I sat there and read the I whole thing Theo, just like... Me saying. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is wrong with people? Why would you hand this out at a grocery store? Like, especially seeing that I was clearly had my hands full. Right. Oh, I should go bother this guy and give yeah. him this monkey pamphlet. Yeah, totally. Let's do that. Let's move I was so mad that I'm like, where's that lady at? <laughs> Couldn't <laughs> find her. Now every day you'll gone. look for her. I'll so, go over there. It was it was Thousand Oaks, so it's, you know, oh. creepy white trash mouse people. Do you, mouse people? I call them that because when I got my new driver's license, we went to the DMV in Thousand Oaks because there's no wait. You could just sign up the oh, day okay. before mm-hmm. and go. And we got there. And uh, so we, you to have know. to go. It go sign up for this, you know, whatever it was, your spot in line. And then I went, Corrine went and sat down. She had, was holding Julia, and I signed us up, and then I went and sat down. And as soon as I sit down, I look up, and there's two white trash couple sitting in the row right in front of us. And dude just has an actual mouse sitting on his shoulder, no. like with a mouse t- long mouse tail hanging out the back. I'm like, what the fuck? And I nudge oh. Corrine. I'm like, she's like, what? I'm like. <laughs> go, what? Love, what do you want? I love Corinne. She's yeah. so so what? angry. What do, you, go, what do you want? I go, there's a fucking mouse on this guy's shoulder. It's like, she's it's like, like a, oh. God, it's like he was on like death row in Louisiana and he yeah. got pardoned yeah. at the last Green Mile that style. Was, yeah, that was his friend <laughs> for decades. <laughs> like, I'm not going to ban him now. Yeah. And, and so then I'm just Ew. staring at it like, I can't believe this is happening inside the public place. And about, and the girl, his girlfriend has dreadlocks. Okay. White girl, blonde dreadlocks. That's probably where the mouse lives. Most likely. Yeah. And at one point, about five minutes after he sat down, she put her arm around him, and the arm rests directly on the mouse. The mouse goes, oh. and the dude goes, babe, the mouse. <gasps> I'm just Shut looking the at, fuck I'm looking at Crin like. I hate you. Goes, I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Bro, are you getting your fucking ID photo taken with... Mouse. Mr. Peepers on the shoulder. <laughs> babe, the mouse. Babe, babe, the mouse. So angry. Just like, you idiot. You idiot. You know where the mouse is, babe. Uh, <laughs> you know where he lives. God, like, oh, a, my God. What a ridiculous state we live in. Yeah. I was just, I'm I go going a thousand, thousand oaks, oaks, huh? That's, that's, that's where, a material I mean, y- you might as well place. be... Like where Joe and I are from. Once you get far enough down the 101, you're basically in oh, middle yeah. America. It's yep. horrifying. I don't know how you guys did it. Or up on the five? Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, way up oh, on the five. Up in yeah. Fartville, California. Oh, that God, whole middle yeah. section of just farmland that smells like horse shit and yeah. cow shit. I mean, yeah, what I, is that like? A, what's the name? Oh, shit. Wheels used to do a joke about that. Versace? What's in like some of the cities up there? Barstow and yeah. all the way through there. Oh, okay. well, I remember Wheels. It's the only uh, place in the world where you uh, roll the windows yes. up when you fart. What's the name of that, though? I can't remember. Shit. Damn it. That's I mean, I, I grew up with cows. I've never known cows to smell that shitty in my life. I, I, yeah. It's amazing. Oh, do you think you were just immune to it because it was No. There? No, you don't get immune to it. No. Yeah. I think it's, but I have passed the fart pin like, oh, my God, it's mm-hmm. gross. I mean, I think in Central city, California, dude. it's just that... Uh, it's absurd the amount of cows they have packed into... Yeah. Like, as you drive uh, down the highway, you see... It literally looks like 10,000 cows in an area that in Kansas would have 
maybe I don't know a thousand cows at yeah. most, but they just pack so many in there because yeah, you know they're trying to make as much money as possible, I guess. And of course, environmentalists California. aren't going to yeah. Drive everybody, up the five. it's funny because everybody's a vegetarian or a vegan, and here mm. they are. Uh, all these cows. That's why I always gotta I used, feed the Mexicans. I used to joke my back in my Kansas days that uh, there were no vegetarians in Kansas because there were so many cows. You could just see them <laughs> on the side road, like "fucking kill me, motherfucker!" <laughs> I want to die. Help me. They don't like being in Kansas either. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. terrible there. Oh, yeah. So you started in Montana, yeah, to, in in college. Yeah, I um, I went to I was going to film school. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, they we went to Sundance one year, and this was Ooh. the year where Louis C.K. premiered Hilarious there. And um, is that I, a movie he made? Is that a special? It's his fourth special he released oh, okay. as a film. It's um, like yeah. a stand-up movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Eddie, uh, like Raw and Delirious. Yeah. And and, and he did a Q and A afterwards. I remember asking him a question and be like, "Hey, I'm a you know I'm a playwright and I write things. I want to do stand-up, but I don't know how." Because like no, I mean there were no open mics anywhere yeah. I've ever lived in my life. And he kind of gave me some advice that was tantamount to just go do it. And then I started doing it at like music open mics and shit, which oh, was okay. horrid. And then. I found out there was a little little comedy scene in Billings, which was a city about two hours away from where I was. So just every weekend I'd be driving up there to do their mic or like open for – I remember opening for – remember I opened for Owen Benjamin one time. And oh, I was wow. like, oh, yeah. God. Lucky. Was, oh, God. That was the pre – If only I could have ridden that wave. <laughs> the pre-Trump days. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. He's How a special blend. This yeah. would have been like 2010. Okay. That's yeah. not that long. It was only eight years. Eight yeah. years. But he was, I mean, he was still a part of society. He mm-hmm. wasn't full Unabomber oh, in 2010. God, he really is full Unabomber. He's That's gone exa- that, I never man. put that connection together. He's precisely that. Uh, I mean, when you watch, if you watch any of his videos in the last couple months, he, he looks full, full ready to go, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. There's a, oh, a lot of just... No. Beady eyes. And yeah. I'm going to make a video where I say Jordan Peterson catchphrases over and over like, in my own opinion. <laughs> like, dude, just why? Just stop, man. And then I love he was, uh, so he, he did that Rogan podcast mm-hmm. where he and, uh, what's his name, Kurt Metzger yeah. were oh, on it. right. And then he felt that Kurt Metzger talked too much he, and interrupted. I, mean, and, I love Kurt, but he did. Yeah. Like, and so then he's like, I guess was Kurt on? was on Coke for the first time or something. And so I, like, I'll watch Owen videos religiously. And I just he kept talking about how he, he must have been all coked up or something. And so then I saw Metzger. And I'm like, dude, did you watch Owen's response? And stuff? And he's like, I've always been cool with Owen. I heard he was unhappy with me. And I got, he just kept saying that it was like you were doing coke for the first time and he's like well I mean he gave me all that Adderall what was I supposed to do <laughs> I'm like that makes more sense so Adderall somebody I told somebody I wanted Adderall and yeah. they were like why don't you just do coke and I'm like wait that's the same thing kind of I it mean, depends I, I but remember, coke doesn't make you focus like that I thought I Adderall helps you will. focus I don't think it does I mean I remember taking it in college and I don't I mean to study or whatever like the cliche was but like I didn't feel any more focused I just felt like I was on speed yeah it's it's pharmaceutical yeah. speed that's yeah. all it is it's an Amphetamine, so and they give it to kids, which is just fucking profane, frightening. Now, the, but the only difference I will say is that, and then they want to know why there's a meth epidemic. Yeah, people who have actually have really bad ADD, right? When they take it, it affects their brain differently. Okay. Like when I took Adderall, same thing. When I was in college, it was like I got to write this paper, or I got to study a bunch. I would would take you it. do it? Would you do the paper and study a bunch? Yeah, I would, oh, but then I would right? also just 
high as fuck on speed, basically. Yeah. And so, so I was always just sweaty and fucking all agile. Oh, you know what? I need to smoke 10,000 joints just mm. to come down. And I'm also going to clean my entire apartment right now. And <laughs> Yeah, it's bananas. And so, like, it, it's just speed. But then, like, Sheezer... Full blown ADD, okay, for sure. Okay. And he Do you takes, know him? Do you know John Schieser? No, he, he used to work like here. He used to work He's here. a buddy of mine that I grew up with. Does comedy, still does comedy sometimes. Pretty here. much, big dick. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, huge dick. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean that, John. But there's an actual a measurement called a she's. That's that's I like that's the equivalent really. of a yardstick. <laughs> John, um, but John would take it, and he could literally fall asleep thirty minutes later. And I'm just tweaked out. Like mm-hmm. when we lived in Manhattan Beach. That we, would happen to me. I'd we would take sleep. it every time. And I would just be sweating bullets and just writing down the worst comedy ideas of all time for stuff. <laughs> and I'd later go back and read I'm like, what the fuck is all this? John would take it. He would take twice as much as me. And then he would sit there for like 20 minutes playing a video game. And then I'd look over and he'd just be. <laughs> oh I'd be my like, how is this possible? He'd, go, he'd take Adderall, go down to the beach, just relax on the beach. There's <laughs> some people that can do coke and go to sleep. Yeah. I wonder if that's Those are the called same drug thing. addicts. Yeah. Go to sleep, though? You yeah. do coke to party. You do, but I mean, if you do coke all the time, your body will regulate eventually. Ah, the, the human body is interesting in that way. It can adapt to any situation to a certain point. Right. So, like Chris Farley did so much coke that eventually he was just doing coke and eating. Right. Like most people on coke don't want to eat because mm-hmm. you lose your appetite and it's just, it w- wouldn't feel good together. Mm-hmm. But once you're an addict and his love was eating and he was just going to be doing coke all day, every day, oh. he's also going to do eat a stack of ribs yeah. Wow. With cocaine. Is that how you got thin? Doing Adderall and Coke? I together? actually got uh, thin. I got thin by being a vegetarian. I'm actually. proud of yeah. you. Thank you. That's way healthier than yeah. a bunch of blow. I am glad I never got into blow. That would uh, that would have fucked my shit up. Like I've never known an enjoyable person on blow. No. no. They always take that term. Yeah. Like it might start out okay, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like, Ugh, really? Yeah. Then again, I'm sober now, so I'm kind of cunty about uh, people who are sober from everything. Me too. But you never did Coke. Oh, you mean alcohol you used to drink. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drink it, too. It's, yeah. it's maddening to be around people yes. here. Yeah, it, it's it's just too much. Anywhere. Oh, yeah. shit. I just knocked off our... Anywhere is... Sorry, oh, that was happened? the headphones. Is oh, it back? Okay. Are you yeah, back? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Okay. I hit the thing. But anywhere... <laughs> no, I don't go anywhere else. So for me, it's just... Like, I mean, I'll go to other comedy clubs, but yeah. like, I don't go out. Like, when I first moved out here and I lived in Manhattan Beach, I'd go to Hermosa occasionally just yeah. to go drink and hit on, you know, junior college chicks or whatever mm-hmm. was down there. Same. But I was intoxicated, so I just didn't notice because I was probably the annoying person. Mm-hmm. Oh. But now, you know, I spent close to a decade up here just yeah. smashed. Sometimes yeah. I drive all the drunks home and it right. is loud. Oh, yeah. I can't. Or like the fucking... Got the 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 bar back there and oh, like yeah. where the kitchen would be like that just becomes like just a the vortex pitch. the VIP yeah, thing yeah it's yeah. so like it's like it's like people like do you have ten voices in this one person like, <laughs> I don't how are you just loud I can hear you in the showroom yeah like yeah, either brutal. just turn the radio down yeah. mm-hmm. and and readjust how you're speaking but oh, the yeah. other night they were so loud in the kitchen you could hear it in the OR oh yeah like way and it was 
people in the OR. Like, wasn't dead. You and it's know? just it just sounds like maniacal too. <laughs> it's like what is what is going? What could possibly be going on in there? That's that's stimulating. There are maybe falafel bites coming out of the fucking microwave. Like, what <laughs> is that something? That, yeah. Do we sell those? I yeah. hope so. Falafel you're bites. In, you're in this box that's going to be here. <laughs> Who ordered the falafel until the end bites? of fucking time? Like, what on earth is so you know <laughs> ecstatic? Yeah, people they just drive me nuts. Mm. I just when I first got sober, I was just like, "Was I this annoying?" Mm. I, I just—it's hard for Do me to even think about it. I, I probably was. I mean, I half the time so. I just walked around for five, six hours as Argus Hamilton. That's that, always that, funny. That had, <laughs> to be, that had to be annoying as fuck. No, to when, no one. Like we when, all loved when it. When people and are like, "Hey, it's it drunk Argus," I'm just like, "Fuck!" I was proud that this person probably secretly hates me. Mm-mm. I doubt it. Dirk Benedict, <laughs> myself, and George Papard were doing cocaine. <laughs> so Freddie Asparagus's taint was used okay. as our platter. I don't think so. <laughs> Argus, that's awful. Well, you've never done cocaine now, how so you much? don't know how not awful it was. How much cocaine did you do? Thunder bump after thunder bump. <laughs> Yeah, but to use Freddie Asparagus's tank. I mean, that's a foot was, and a half. Yeah. That's a large he's man. He's a big man. That's yeah. a big tank. That's ch- and he's Mexican. That's well, a tough tank to take. I didn't consider that at the time. <laughs> Your Argus is it's like McConaughey and Bill Clinton. <laughs> that's the recipe for the Rick Ingram Argus impression. Yeah, my, my Argus is just an offshoot of my uh, my gym teacher from high school, Mr. Urachek, who is also okay. the pride of Oklahoma. <laughs> and he would always just... Hey bud, how you doing? I'm good, man. What do you got? What do you got in store? You got any new dancing moves? Oh, God. and I, I once got, towards the beginning of my sophomore year of high school, there was a, a black girl in my class named Joy Sutton, and Joy was always dancing and just doing. That's so racist. She tell, oh yeah, and I like Rick. It. I learned this at the club, <laughs> and so then I would I would have a dance off with her. Uh, me obviously not being a good dancer. I go, right. Joy. What about this move? And she'd be like, You look stupid. Look stupid. <laughs> this this is the flyest move in the world. People don't say fly <laughs> like you do. <laughs> I love that. And semester year two. Hey, what do we got going? A dance competition over here? <laughs> I'd be like, Yeah. Terrifying. Uh, and he, then in the rest of high school, whenever he'd see me, Hey, you got any new moves? Oh like, my god. God. What, and he's probably the one who told Kathy Lewis. Absolutely. Full circle. Full circle. Do you do impressions, Joe? Uh, not particularly. Nobody exciting? No, I've got a cut. No, I really don't. <laughs> I've got a couple I do well, but they're not entertaining. You're just a straight stand-up. Like, I can, I do, I can, I can do like a good Hank Hill, but like other than that. Really? Like, oh, God damn it, Bobby. Well, that is Quit cool. playing oh, that them is... damn Nintendo games. <laughs> that is solid. <laughs> there are episodes of that show I can't watch because they hit too close to home. Because like my, really? my, fa- my grandfather, dad, and I are Cotton Hank and Bobby Hill to a T. <laughs> and there's this one episode where Bobby gets into like competitive rose growing and Hank is of course like appalled and he's so embarrassed about it that he makes Bobby do it in the closet. <gasps> and I'm watching this and there's this point where like Bobby's like, Hey dad, you want to see my roses? And he's like, Oh, they're pretty good. And he's like guiding him back into the closet. And I swear to God, Hank Hill goes, Jesus. Now get back in the closet and tell you when. And I like shut my fucking <laughs> laptop and like paced around my apartment for a second. Like, geez, I got it. <laughs> I gotta go for a fucking walk. <laughs> my judge has been watching me. Yeah, dude, can I get some royalties wow. ripping off my entire fucking life? <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, now were you openly gay when you were in high not school? Not in South Dakota. No, no. until I was. You uh, waited. Montana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Montana seems like a better place to come out. I mean, you know, I remember being a drag. I was a drag queen in Montana <gasps> for a long time. Love. It was fun. I had the greatest time doing drag in Montana. Drag is so much fun. My niece is obsessed with it. Oh, and yeah. at the premiere, I got to meet Willem Wellum, and Whoa. he's my new best friend. And we okay. took pictures together. He's from South Philly. Okay. Uh, we took pictures together, and we both have the same size feet, and I feel good about myself. I just want you to know that out loud. That's beautiful. And he looks better in a dress than I do. I remember I was at DragCon and I walked into the uh, the men's bathroom and I just saw Willem like like just standing the at the ur- just standing at the urinal in his heels, like just lifting up the front of his dress <laughs> and just pissing <laughs> openly at the urinal. <laughs> Dude, he's phenomenal. Yeah. And a star is born. He's Willem, in Star Wars. Yeah, there's My a lot of drag. God. Fuck, do I not know this, My dude? God. You are way out I am, of the loop, I guess. cousin. Jesus, there's a bunch of drag queens. You'll see. I'm you gotta so go see it. It's good. good yeah, it's gonna be whatever. It's good. Gaga's mm. gonna be a star. Anyway, so <laughs> back to so you used to do drag. Yeah. Did you do stand up when you did drag? Like I, that would be so much fun. I, there's I, a lot of drag. I, I have on like certain shows, like on historical roast, I've done it a bunch. I actually hosted an open mic and drag for the first couple of mm-hmm. years I was here. I did it like at Flappers a couple times. You were probably gorgeous. I'm, I'm, I mean, you're gorgeous no, now, but no, no, I'm no, looking no. at your eyelashes, your structure, everything. My I, niece would have a ball with you. I always say, like, when I'm in drag, I look like Kelly Osbourne doing the walk of shame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, my whole life is in drag. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to be a girl. Well, this hey, is you're awful. All, you're all born naked. And, you know, <laughs> the rest is. <laughs> the rest is not easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, the rest is fucking 1989, like, coal miner realness. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need to get back to, yeah. coal, coal miner realness. realness. I agree. You do, Eleanor, you look like a woman Frances McDormand would play. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, That's, That's a beautiful. compliment. <laughs> she's, she's a fantastic, fantastic actress. <laughs> And uh, you know, I mean, I'm not it, taking my voice. Yeah. It, 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 my voice hasn't changed. Yet. We need we need you to actually beat a couple people to death with a bat, and then we that, can sell this script. Now, yeah. dice, I'm not gonna take down those billboards <laughs> until you catch my daughter's rapist. Oh, <laughs> she was asking for it. <laughs> so wait, all right. So you did try. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And how long did you do that for? Oh, Why'd you stop? Only like a year because okay. I was getting ready to graduate and move here. I remember one time there was a um, – we had – like right before I moved out, I had already like – like I had gotten out of my apartment in Montana and I was getting ready to drive down to L.A. and move here. I drove back home to South Dakota, dropped some shit off, be with there for a while. Then I moved back here, staying with my buddy who was a pot grower because Montana had medical marijuana at the time. Okay. There was a drag show in Butte, which was like three hours west of where I was. And Butte is a fucking – salty ass place it's I was like say, it's a beaut well yeah. it's like i mean it's just this mining town that's just been poisoned by like petrochemicals it's like oh. it's like if fucking papa roach sang a woody guthrie song like it's that's just beautiful. it's just a salty Jesus. so and they're having this drag show at the fucking like eagles club slash bowling alley <laughs> and a friend of mine does like do you want to do a number real quick i'm like oh yeah fucking i'll do that one more time before i move out of here why not i get so fucking drunk and i remember i'm like getting ready in my buddy's he lived in like a weed warehouse that had like a little apartment up front that would have been like an office for a foreman if it were oh, like a okay. factory, right. you know? So I'm like shaving in his little <laughs> tiny little apartment and I just left all the hair there because I just got drunk and forgot and didn't give a shit. And I'm gonna and my friend, another drag queen friend Anne, her name was Sarah Rachel. She was a Marine, a closeted Marine, she drove a Thunderbird. And we got there, That's we just awesome. got we just got closeted dr- Marine. We got drunk it. as shit driving down to Butte and Drag. We get there, it's like four thirty in the afternoon. 
I am, le- next thing I remember, I am making out with a guy on a dirt parking lot. Okay. Yes. I've in been a here. bowling alley in Butte, Montana at like 6.30 in the summer. So it's, <gasps> it's, it's bright out. And I'm literally like in a fucking parking space <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> Jesus. And I don't know. I got home somehow and I remember just waking up like on the floor with like... There was All like, the hair. Yeah, it was like I headbutted the floor. There was like a just a vague makeup imprint <laughs> on just the the cement ground of this pot warehouse, and I'm like, I don't. know. And I have like boy underwear on at the time because it's like the only it's the only underwear I own that I could get get a decent tuck in at the okay, time. Okay, okay, yeah, Makes sense. not easy to do. No, people. no. So mm. there was, um, yeah, that was the last uh, hurrah me doing Dragon Montana. Oh my <laughs> that I uh, that I moved here. The, here listen, a lot of the stuff you describe, I really feel is the truth about America that. <laughs> Right. People aren't that willing to admit, all, right? but that sounds like mm-hmm. I think what most people's dream probably is. Yeah, especially yeah. you know the amount of people I grew up with that I'm positive would love to do all of that, mm-hmm. but they're just sitting around pretending that you know yeah. Christ is in their life and they love women. They're hiding. Yeah, yes. yeah. Absolutely. It's so sad that still people feel afraid to come out. Don't you think? There's still places yeah. in the country where it's a good idea to. Not come out. Yeah, sadly. but you know, you That's know what awful. though? I mean, that yeah. is very, very true. But I will say, like, just like when I'm on the road, I'm in a lot of like really aggressively red state places. I have like this whole myth that like Trump's America is this more hateful place than ever before. Like, I'm not finding that. Like, oh, okay. I'm like going to Arizona, rural Nevada, having like Central California, having really, really good shows. Like, I like. But I feel even, like they're laughing more. Uh, yeah, they're they're, mm-hmm. they're less oh, yeah. PC. Hell less... yeah! Uh, but I also think that rural Nevada and and Arizona are considerably less, uh, I don't scary Jesus creepers than like oh, oh, okay. Arizona. The South. Man, I, well maybe uh, Arizona know. is, but Arizona is not even close to you know Kentucky or. Northern Alabama. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. It's just they a different elected, kind of. They elected Sheriff Arpaio like nineteen times or whatever. Yeah. The fuck, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, but they're they're racist. There's no question about that. Oh, they're that. definitely racist. But to me, like, I always think of like when my gay friends growing up. It's it's the just the condemning Christ yeah. culture mm-hmm. that exists a lot stronger in the South and in the Bible Belt than yeah. the West right. Coast. There definitely, there's definitely cowboys and rednecks sure. and stuff out in Arizona, but it's yeah. just a different. Like they generally don't have as much moral integrity as the people in the Bible Belt think they do. I've really wanted to do a tour through the South. Like I've, that's the one part of America I've never been to, and I like Horrifying. I don't I I don't I don't you know I don't believe like I think it's such a fucking half smart fucking LA thing to say like oh everyone there is just stupid like I don't I, oh, no, I, I, don't, I don't believe that they're not stupid but there is a lot yeah I would say 70% of them are just hypocritical mm-hmm. right. just bad people well, and the amount of people who like you know beat their breasts about how fucking progressive they are I guarantee if I like bring a boyfriend out and I may start making out with them in front of you you're all gonna be really uncomfortable like shut the I like the way you said that aggressively yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bring it on. Get a boy down here. Yeah. <laughs> we want to see this aggressive. Yeah. How aggressive is he? I went to a Let's uh, do it. I went to a lesbian wedding in mm-hmm. uh in the panhandle of Florida. It's like twenty oh, miles yeah. from uh the Alabama border. Right. And it was it was spectacular. Oh yeah. Like everyone was cool. Then they they had the wedding right on the beach mm-hmm. and uh 
we were all sitting at the chairs or whatever, you know, and there's probably maybe 30 people at the wedding. It's pretty small, but uh, we're all sitting there dressed up pretty nice. It's a wedding. We're waiting for the the, the show. We're waiting for the ceremony to start. <laughs> yeah. And we see these redneck people kiss. start walking over like they're just going to come watch the wedding. Yeah. And I just nudge my wife. I'm like, take a look at this. And she's like, what? I'm like, just wait until these people see what's going on. And they had like a full-on uh, stars and bars Confederate flag towel. Dad was shirtless. <laughs> a towel. <laughs> like, I mean, they're, they're Southern right. pride through and through. Yeah, yeah. So it's a kid, uh, a dad, a, a woman, and another guy. I don't know what the relationship is, but I think it's a family and a friend. And ceremony starts, and they're just standing like 15 feet away from where we're all sitting on the beach, just standing around. And the first bride comes down, and they're standing there, and then I go, this is it. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, just watch. <laughs> and then they start playing music for the second bride to come down. As soon as she comes into sight, the guy's n- nudging, come on, get your shit, get your shit. <laughs> and he's like, the kid's like, what? And he's like, well, we're going. <laughs> and he's trying to gather his family up so his son doesn't catch lesbian yeah, catch while they're in the standing there. Yeah, it's yeah. airborne yeah. illness. That's the beginning of that little boy's movie where he's just being yeah. drug away, but he's looking back like, that's going to be me someday marrying a yeah, boy. Exactly. They can't, you know, they Poor can't, baby. They can't make a baby together, but they can, you know, birth little nanobots. <laughs> that's that right. Affect your bloodstream with the gayness. And Corinne goes, how, how did you know they were going to be upset? I go, because that guy has a tank top sunburn. Mm. <laughs> it's not hard to tell who's going to be yeah. upset. I mean, yeah, that yeah. guy clearly was not going to be cool with it. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure it, part of his brain was like, that's weird. I wonder why the bride's walking first. <laughs> oh, it's another bride. Get out of here. But it, it, you think it's all religious or just fear? I mean, I guess they're both the It's the same, same thing. Yeah, Their be- fear is... Because of their religion. It's because of some well, bigot pastor who just keeps telling them that the Bible says that it's a man and a woman. Yeah, but I don't think they would have like not felt that way if there weren't like any pastors around. I mean, I just think that's the uniform they kind of put on top of, you know, they're like, oh, I'm scared that things are different. Yeah, you know right. I mean? For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just a, it's one of those places where I grew up in the suburbs and mm-hmm. there was still tons of people who were just so against it. Mm-hmm. Saying, well, you know, it's it's a sin. It's that was a always sin. a thing. Like, who gives a fuck that, that your fantasy creator in your mind is against it? But it's also like, you know, the easiest way to like get by in a world where you don't have everyone's approval is to just not need it. Yeah, you know what, what I mean. Not need the approval. <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah. like like that's like when I go into like saltier rooms and we're like, oh, I'm like, I don't know, is anyone gonna have a problem with this? It's just like if you, you know, if you come on stage. And if you're for any reason, like you're kind of like subtly asking the audience, like, "Hey, am I am I cool up here? Do you guys approve of me?" They're gonna fucking eat you alive. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So just go up there and be like, "Fuck you!" This is the way it is. I don't, yeah. I don't care if you have yeah. a problem. You know. Yeah. And you're pretty like that when you go on stage. Like mm-hmm. you command the stage and you tell them what's funny. I try. You don't ask them yeah. what's funny. Mm-hmm. You tell them. And you I let them know that. you have a bad attitude right out of the exactly. gate. Exactly. That's. About to get and Joe splained. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's playing is yeah. amazing. Uh, so when so when did you get here to the comedy store? Um, well, I start. I remember I, or L.A. I guess right when I got to town. Um, 
I came here on like a field trip from my like my senior year of college. We all like people just go down to LA because everyone ends up moving down here. And I remember sneaking off from it to come here and watch Potluck one night. And I remember Jake Catapretta made fun of me a lot because there were like three people in the audience, and I was you were one of them. One of them, yeah. Wow. And, um, Look, can I just guess? Was she? just ravishing and hilarious as always i don't know i'm not gonna get into your negativity (laughs) okay fair enough she didn't she didn't care for my arms crossed i know she didn't like that arms crossed negative everybody knows that's brody stevens 101 i was all you know bright-eyed and bushy-tailed like well i'm at the comedy store hope no one fucking looks at me because i'm all you know in awe um so i went there and then and this is eight years ago yeah and then i remember my first year getting here i like would come here to do potluck and then i kind of like this was when this was when, like, yeah. Well, then I kind of like. We already have a Martindale. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what? You know what? Hang out. I, I, I have to, you know. We already in, have a Martindale. In spite of all his shenanigans, like, Tommy has always been very, very good to me. And I have, you know. Same with us. Yeah. But I, just, I, I mean, Tommy really, really believed in me, and he got he me. He definitely in, pushed. I, I don't, I, in terms of me and my career, I don't have a bad word to say about uh, Yeah, Tommy. fair enough. Oh, we yeah. can give you some. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, no. Don't get me wrong. There are reasons floating around in the air. But I just choose not to grab them. Well, but you also were open about yeah. who you are. Like yeah. if you were like. Not like Tony Hedgecliffe. Uh, <laughs> He's gay. Tommy, that's not true. Well, I'm not passing him until he gets with his face and agrees on who he is. <laughs> Can you believe he would say that to him? And Tony oh, knew it. Like he would say yeah. it right to him. Oh, that's funny. Crazy. Uh, the important yeah. thing is Joe's white, so <laughs> okay. there was that's... a place for him. Here. So I got that car for him. <laughs> the building <laughs> likes him. <laughs> There's a place for you somewhere. Because <laughs> it turns into a barber's That's why are we painted it black. <laughs> so when they come in here, you can't see them. Well. They blend into the surroundings like a cartoon. <laughs> Jesus. Well. <laughs> got Tuesday's night timer night. <laughs> That is well. <laughs> fucking Tommy. So when you There's got too many night timers in this country, if you know what I mean. <laughs> too many night timers. He is. Uh, he is pretty. He's brilliant a special human being. <laughs> it's too good. We were always the same. Now he always gave us, you know, stage time yeah, and looked lots. out for us. Mm-hmm. It was just we're also openly aware of the insane the things he would yeah. say to people. I mean... Did he ever say anything bizarro to you that way? No. As far as critique no, and No, he just kind of... Honestly, he always gave me a lot of encouragement. He always said, like, I think your writing is great. I think you have awesome. a really unique point of view and I like you and I'm, you know, I... I yeah, I've got... You know, look, what happened needed to happen, of course. But like, well, of course. I, in terms of me personally, everything needs to I, change. He, Tommy was really sweet and encouraging to me. Did yeah. you get passed by Tommy or by Adam? I got passed by Adam. Adam. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, but yeah. you were already in the system-ish with the yeah. I got stuff. yeah. I got bumped into unpaid regular under the Tommy regime, and then I re- I mean, then re- then you know, Adam came in, and then what really raised my flag at the time was roast battle. Of course, roast battle kind of has like four waves. Really, we're kind of in like wave four. I remember getting, like, when Rel was still here, I remember yeah. getting in, like, at the tail end of that, and that was kind of the first phase of it. And then kind of, like, a lot of people who are famous for it now kind of came in, and that was sort of wave two. But I remember really getting in, like, at the tail end of it. And this was when, like, like fucking, I remember, like, me and Nate heard, like, to do it sure. at the end of a battle. We ended up roasting Too Short, who I didn't even know who he was at the time. You're kidding. I, I was and, like, a judge for that. Yeah, and, like, fucking Jordan Belfort is in the room for some reason. <laughs> it was this weird thing, but yeah. that was when Adam really liked 
Adam was watching Rose Battle really close to me, and that really helped raise my flag. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. also you did phenomenal Thank on you. the show on Comedy Central. You were on the show, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I see you at House of Blues, or were you at- It was a House of Blues, House yeah. of Blues. This was season two. Yeah, yeah. you killed Thank it. Thank you, honey. I feel good about that. Um, I, I was really, really proud. That was my first TV credit, and I, I don't think it could have gone- that's a Better. great I'm, TV credit to I'll have. I'll toot my own one. horn. I'm very proud of that. that yeah. Episode. I mean, we pick on Roast Battlers mm-hmm. o- mostly because what happens in Roast Battle, it's definitely its own niche. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is I think Joe is the only person who did good in Roast Battle and then continued to have an actual comedy career. But he was doing that the whole time. Well, that's yeah, I mean, that's important to st- that, keep with the difference. It just seems like there's a lot of people who, who do well at Roast Battle that will Don't still do. be an uh, open micer or you know an opener at best for a long time. Yeah. You can yeah. carry your own in comedy or Roast Battle. Yeah. I just think there's a lot of people who are like, they'd come up and be like, well, you know, I do Roast Battle a lot. It's like, <laughs> yeah. bro, no one gives a shit. Yeah, you gotta have so, you gotta have others. I remember that's how I heard about you though for the first time. Mm-hmm. I hung out with Pete C a lot. Oh god, and he'd be I'm like, very fond of Pete. Yeah, Isn't and, he, great? and he was always very fond of you. Yeah, and you know he'd say, oh, you know, do you guys w- sleep together? I, uh, you know what? He's a good man. He fucking small business owner. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were somewhere, and he, I think he was talking about. Do you guys do tag team roast battle or something? Oh yeah, it was me and him versus uh, Frank and Hormos one time. They were going to try to do a tag team thing. That was really fun. Yeah, you know. so I you just tag remember, in and tag well, out. They, well, it was like the two of us on stage against the two of them, and then we we had this. Do you know Frank's fiance Hannah? Yeah, yes. I love Frank. By the way, he's my arch frenemy. But, he uh, should be. He yes. um, we, Pete and I had this idea to be like, what if for one round we just make it all about Frank's girlfriend and we're <laughs> I, just like and we do one of those things where you bury it so hard that it's not funny and like hopefully you come around that it's funny again <laughs> that was the it was so ugly and bad and I've never felt worse about it wasn't that, so. she there it was such a bad idea yeah. it was just pure satanic and I regret it to this day <laughs> no. yeah, I just was, remember PC, I felt so horrible PC being like so yeah so she was there and <laughs> <laughs> And she was crying. Yeah, and I was like, it was really bad. I just remember being like, God, I wish I would have been there for that. <laughs> I just, just I, the I remember, sweetest lady yeah, ever had a bad I was like, she's super nice, but you know, it's so just sweet. it was an idea that yeah. we we ran with. Yeah, and I just remember, I remember you guys went to Universal Studios or yep. something, and yep. someone was like, Wait, why? Why were you going? Why did you go to Universal Studios? And people was like, Because. We're we're a roast tag team, yeah. so you got a bond. Also, Pete is like king of the theme parks. Around Loves here. theme parks. Well, because yes. he started going to them be- to get away from his wife during his divorce. So when she would just get bitchy, he'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm going to go to Six Flags yeah. for a while." So he'll like walk into Universal Studios, and like the staff is like, "Hey, Pete," and I'm like, "Jesus Christ, <laughs> she must have been a real cunt, Pete." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd go to Six you're Flags a, every you're day. You're on a first name basis on the Minions, right? <laughs> I mean, we used to go there a lot too, but not like that. Like mm. nobody knew who the hell we were. P would go to wow. Six Flags legitimately three or four times a week. Sometimes, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I just remember being like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, I'm going to Six Flags," and, and I'm like, "Didn't you go two days ago?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got a season pass." <laughs> and and they're, guess, so you know, again, they're so cheap. Again, when you're a small you business here. owner, you know you can you can make your own schedule. So. Yeah. Do you still do Rose Battle? You still... No, I haven't done it since I was... I mean, I've judged it since I was on the show, but I haven't done it. I've just done How it. How about like, writing on it? Like, 
with the no that's a sore subject eleanor i'm so sorry (laughs) i didn't know no 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 it's all good i would have liked to but yeah but did you submit or Mm -hmm. oh okay Okay. oh yeah so they were picky wicky with it i see because a lot of people you're not the only one Mm -hmm. but a lot of people submit it and Mm -hmm. didn't well let me give you a hint who they're looking for eleanor scandaliers well (laughs) those are people of scandal well, really? Well, is that why they kicked out Earl Skakel? Well, uh, I didn't need him. He was making fun of a legend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we've had Earl on, and he's talked some major trash. But we, well, uh, I mean, I don't have I don't have bad blood with it. Or no, there's no bad blood. It's just it should just be kind of written in because you should be. To me, like you said, you got in when Rel was there. Mm-hmm. Rel hasn't been there since right, a very forever. long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the he was one of the worst parts about Rose really? Battle. Like I, I, I never did it. I, I was a judge uh, a handful Oshak of times used to do it in the beginning, and uh, I it would drive me crazy having to sit next to Rel because every time I I think I judged like five times, and every time I think the first three Rel was there, and every time it was. It was like he was just, he had a script that he followed. And uh, he, he always like spoke with like a philosopher's cadence when he yo, like, you know, Joe, I think that you are just like, you, like why are you talking like Socrates right now? Yeah, this it, is like, every, you're every not in ba- Hamilton, asshole. Like, like, yeah. like, come on, man. And one of the ones it's I did was though. when you and Nathan Hurd mm-hmm. battled each other. But I just remember him being like, yo, first of all, that blood type joke, whew, probably the best joke we've ever had in the history of roast battle. <laughs> and then like, Two, three months later, I'm, I'm judging again, and it's two different people. And the first round goes on, and then he's like, Brian's like, Rel, what do you think? Yo, listen, that first joke you did, that might have been the best <laughs> joke in the history of Roast Battle. It's like, like, it's like Wayne Newton at Vegas. Yeah. Like, no, I normally don't break on my shows like this. <laughs> but again, you know what? I've always liked Rel, never had an issue with him. Always no, cool Rel's great. He's all right. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I mean, he—he's I, I, he, a nice dude. Yeah. I just—it just, it just nice, drove me crazy. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, wait, why? Why are we? That just is fluff, weird, Why are we though. fluffing every joke? The yeah. first round ever is the best. The crowd I, always—I just can't. I can never get past the crowd and how they just get all riled up for the dumbest f- shit. Well, that was kind of—I mean, there there was a time when like the crowd at roast battle was sort of the same people a lot, and it wasn't just comics all the time. It was like yeah. devoted fans. Now it like has become so big to where it's new people all the time, right? So it's you know yeah. you, you you had to, I remember like when it was starting out, you really had to like up your game and be a, certainly. You, yeah. I mean, because like you know, just calling someone fat like every like let's like yeah, we we heard it, man. Yeah, nah, we're, we're done with that. We heard it, we were here last week. I don't want to hear it again. The yeah. first time I did it, the first time I judged too, I the wave was very minimal, <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know, it's kind of annoying that they interrupted the show. But then like the third or fourth time I did it, they were doing that stupid shit. Every fucking second. <laughs> I don't know, man. And I was, I, I was losing wave. it. There yeah. was one time. There's nothing I hate more than <laughs> the wave. I remember one time. I forget the context of it, but it was I was backstage and Jamar was there, and I f- I remember him like, God, he like he like found some like red piece of fabric in a tub, and I could see him like the like the gear start turning. He said, "He goes, hey, you know what we could do?" And then like so he like takes a bunch of shit, and then like one of the wave jokes was the assassination of Malcolm X, and just watching him take all these props and be like, "You know what we could do?" 
<laughs> and just out of context, it was hilarious. He's just completely out. But they're so committed to it. Yeah. I kind of like the stupidity of The it. worst thing that ever happened to <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> My favorite and thing. And I love all three of those dudes. Or Same. There's five now or whatever. But yeah, they grew. They could not be more annoying <laughs> than what they do together on that show. <laughs> My... <laughs> My favorite thing is Leslie Jones would always say, uh, mm. hey, we started this thing. And I'm like, we? Like, she would say about me and her. Mm. And I go, what are you talking about? And she's like, remember when we was hosting, I mean, we were judging, and, and we we started this shit. We got them all excited. And I'm like, yeah, because you tried to kill one of the girls on the oh, stage. Right. You remember that? I don't. There was two young girls, and they were came out to battle, mm. and they were so... I don't know. They're like, oh, you wore that shirt? Mm. And then the other girl was like, oh, you're going to make fun of my shirt? Look at your shoes. Like, I was like, what Ugh. is this, Meisner class? The fuck are you two doing? Like, yeah. in my head. But yeah. Leslie was like, before I even said anything, she was like, are these bitches for real? Like, they weren't there. Yeah. And the one girl goes, God, you got to give us a minute to get into, give us a minute, oh. bitch, you on stage. And Leslie lost it, and she went after her. I and bet I that just, was obnoxious as well. <laughs> It was so crazy, but it, she got wild, and then it just became silly. And I'm like, but that didn't start at all because Moses kept saying, "This is why we don't let women judge because yeah. they're too emotional." <laughs> yeah. So I was dying. I love it. I go, yeah. "This is great. This is perfect." Great. Solid point. <laughs> but she went crazy. It was fun what we mm. did, but she wouldn't let them get away with shit. Like I was yeah. gonna say something. I mean, I'm, I maybe would have been mean but not like i wouldn't have gone after them right i she love tried how to beat them up. i love how leslie was always really cool and then she got on snl and now she thinks she's bigger than gaga no i don't I, what know are you talking about, about? I see leslie, every time she's so sweet oh that's weird is there any other human beings around because if so yes. she's probably telling them how amazing she is all the time <laughs> no, I don't no i disagree i think uh, uh, leslie well, i don't know about that constantly st like she'll always stop and say hello if she's here she never she's never like cunty maybe you're me. the problem rick you ever think about I, that i'm maybe. pretty sure that it's not me at all <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I just, I'm gonna go on the record and say yeah. i've watched her act like an incredible diva the last three or four times that i've seen her here really and oh, okay. there's no way it's me because I have the same aura of I'm definitely better than her <laughs> when I'm talking to her. So it's got to be someone Fair else's point. issue. Fair point. Okay, I see where you're going with this. I like it. Mm. Uh, no, she. I don't know. Do I mean? Guess people do change when they get. You'd have to. Yeah. Don't you think? I, I, just, I, I don't know. I probably will never know. We'll see what happens. Me I mean, neither. I mean, I remember when I got past here, like certain people would like start to treat me differently as if I could, you know, do anything for anybody. And oh, it's, so it's just yeah. like when people really get famous, like I have, I have a lot of empathy for people who maybe get some big success and their ego get a little big because it's just like, man, I like it. That's a skill learning yeah. how to handle that it, totally yeah. because people yeah. immediately ask you for things like you're oh, saying yeah. you got passed as a regular and people mm -hmm. were like hey joe you know like yeah. all of a sudden like, kissing your ass you're oh like, yeah like it's gonna right be now? like it's gonna increase your level of paranoia like i gotta keep my guard up because now and now i gotta be extra scrutinizing like who are my real friends and who are not like it's yeah. not it's, so can you imagine the, it, I mean, the highest level of that yeah it's i mean it's Unac a lot of unacceptable excuse <laughs> 
It's a lot of psychological work to try to get no, your that, head square yeah. with that whole thing. Rick doesn't go for I'm it. I'm not he's buying not, into it. He's not buying well, it. Well, he, he can't identify because he's so unsuccessful. <laughs> Incredible. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Disturbingly oh, unsuccessful. Oh, it's all fun. We're picking on other people, is it? I see it. Yeah, he's not to he's us, not, not wrong. To think, <laughs> uh, we do it ourselves. Eric, self-deprecating. I was... I was talking shit with Eric Griffin the other night. He was like, dude, you got to have a special called painfully unsuccessful. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, man, I'm going to make that. And then we'll we'll put it in a vault and no one will ever see it for a million years. I think that should happen immediately. Coming to CISO, Rick and Grimm. CISO, yes. We bring back CISO. Do you want to do a spec? Like what? What's your next? Very much so. Um, I, w- I want to have a my goal is to have a special I want to I want to have a special that's like the gay bring the pain. My Ooh. dream is to have a special that's like so groundbreaking good. and monumental. This the is, gay this bring is the pain. Something that just something that theory. just yeah, that just blows people away is Who's what I want to do. Biggest... I'm now can I do this? I don't know, but that is what I'm shooting for. That's the tip of my pyramid, so to speak. Who's the biggest gay breakthrough comic other than oh, like Ellen? Fuck. I mean, Ellen. that's a woman I that mean, doesn't count. <laughs> okay. I mean, Ellen, you'd have to say, but Rick. even then, she's not known as a stand-up really anymore. <laughs> not anymore. My not that she's not. But uh, like, she, I'm gold, sure she'll. I'm sure. She'll I watched. Uh, there was an Ellen special on HBO. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might still be showing it, but like three or four months ago, it was on, and I turned it on, and uh, I think I just turned the TV on, and it was on HBO. So it was in the middle of a special, and I started watching it. And it was so hacky, I just started sending text messages to Egan. I'm like, have you heard oh, about this degenerous lady? God. And he was like, yeah. Like, oh, dude, she just did this bit. And then it was like mm. 20 minutes of me sending, okay, so get this. And then I would send him what the joke is. And he was like, if you could stop texting me, that would be <laughs> yeah. great. Uh, no, but hold on, hold on, man, because there, there's this situation you're never going to believe. <laughs> God. He'd be like, dude, how old is that special? I'm like, I don't know. It's probably 93 or something. You're, you just, you're just like a tick on Adam Egan's spirit. Oh, totally. <laughs> I definitely asked. Um, here's oh, some water. You, Sorry. That. I didn't know. I'm good. I just wanted it for Joe. Thank oh, you, Josh. Nice. You're amazing. Uh, Thank you, Josh. My um, favorite, like this Hannah mm-hmm. is gay. Yeah. Get, what's her last yeah. name? Is she gay? Oh, we got to talk about this. Listen, I'm just saying this. Like, do you, the like, other day do you I really think... the other day I had a good laugh because I thought about her getting raped by an actual Tasmanian <laughs> devil. <laughs> See, that's solid. That's the kind of th- comedy that she should have brought to her special if she really, if she really uh, wanted yeah. to be brave. You know what I was, what I was thinking? Spinning of, in the tornado. When we, first brought her, when we first brought her <laughs> up, I'm like. So... I'm thinking I want that. That's not funny. It's not <laughs> Sorry. okay what happens. It's to not us. okay. Yeah. It's not okay. But like I was thinking of that. I was thinking she, you know, was big gay whatever. Like mm. this is going to be for the young people like, "Oh, she's so brave and mm. she's so ugh, whatever the fuck." But like Ellen coming out, that mm. was a big fucking Yeah. My and, grandma stopped watching. She didn't it. work for like 3 years yeah. after that. And Ellen has but there's a huge difference cuz mm. Ellen clearly has stay power yeah mm-hmm. she just has continued to get more famous over the years hannah yeah. gatsby is famous in a trending society Bullshit. society so four years from now people aren't going to give a fuck about Nanette. i hope so because there's going to be something else that has been released that shows how brave someone is and we're all gonna respect their incredible well, I'm courage just trying to and think of like a bring the pain like a, mm-hmm. a special that was that good what about gay male comedians i'm trying to who's think of the one. biggest my fa- i mean uh, God, in terms of who's the there's biggest, that Ant- anthony or andrew i can't remember the Ant? guy's 
No, not Ant. <laughs> I, don't I love Ant, but I don't There's a guy, he had a, he had a sitcom, it's called like Boston something. Oh, yeah, he was from, uh, yeah, from Boston, Anthony. Um, I went to his birthday party, he was very good friends with Barry mm. Sobel, and they were both in the closet. Yeah. I can't think mm. of his last name, Anthony something, but I don't know if his special ever was. I like, don't know if he was openly gay, I just know. No, he was in the closet. I just know, I knew, and then... Uh, Boston Common, I Boston think, was Common, the name yeah. of his uh, show. But yeah, in terms of who the biggest is, I wouldn't. But is Eddie is or is he's not even gay I though? I he's just a drag Eddie's, queen. I don't know what Eddie's deal is really necessarily. But I, mean, I, I guess you'd say funny. Him. Well, I mean, because he fucks like women him. is the whole thing, you know. So right. Think, yeah. So he's. I don't know what. I mean, but see, you know, so this it sounds like a drag legend. He looks like yeah. He's yes. you know got one. What hand, I'm saying he's got one hand on the maypole, so to speak. What I'm saying is this is open. You can take this down. Right. And I right. think you got this this in the bag. You got this Thank statue you, right there because really, like your writing, your stand is just terrific. So it's Thank not, you, honey. It means a lot to me. I'm very excited to see your special Thanks, that honey. we're going to shoot here at the Comedy Store. And this is a big surprise. We're offering you a special. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed how less degrading it sounds when he calls you honey than when, uh, what's his name? Anybody. What's that fucking drunk bastard's oh, name? Oh, Ron White. Ron White. Uh, yeah, ask your questions, honey. No, he called me little lady. <laughs> <laughs> ask your questions, that's little sweet. lady. Oh, that's like, I He's don't from know. Texas. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a term of endearment. You had to hear the way he did it. it, it was, ask your question, little lady. It, it, was, like, so, it was very it, degrading. It, it was, was. Oh, I don't. I heard that episode. Well, if you took offense, you took offense. No, it, no, I, I thought it was funny. Okay. I thought it was, but it was. I took that as just, you know, Southern honorifics. He was such a drunken. Moron! Uh, I come on! Him. No, hear me out. <laughs> what does that make you, Rick? Uh, a sober moron? So, yeah, exactly. What's so excuse? we did the podcast, and then mm. about five months later, yeah, we did a different podcast down here. Yeah, and I went upstairs because I had a spot in the main room, mm. and I walked backstage, and uh, Fahim's manager or agent Andy, whatever that guy's name is. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Andy. he represents Hinchcliffe mm -hmm. too. Uh, was backstage with Ron White, and I walked back there and. And he was like, oh, hey, what's up, Rick? I go, hey, man. He goes, uh, where are you coming from? And I go, oh, we were just doing the Comedy Store podcast. And Ron looks at me and he goes, I did that podcast. They got this girl and this young 20-something dude, and they just keep talking, and no one gives a shit about what they're saying. And I'm like, oh, yeah? <laughs> He's got, did he not I, know you were there? He didn't. He didn't realize that I was oh. the guy because <laughs> that haircut. The hair was the same at that point. At this, <laughs> at, at this point, I've met Ron exactly the same fifty yeah. times, and every time it's the first time oh. because he is such a blacked first out. Date yeah, for him. he's yeah. such a blacked <laughs> out drunk. And the guy is a great comedian. Mm. And he really is. Yeah, yeah. I always thought that being a drunk was like that was his act. Yeah. I didn't realize that dude is. He is literally Legit. hammered all the time. Oh. Yeah. And high. I didn't realize God he got damn, high. he's funny. I love him. And he is super funny. What if he got sober? You think he would be... Oh, yeah. Dead. He I, would be dead. No, I don't. I don't, okay. th I don't think... <laughs> Rick went the other way. I, think I was thinking His body funny. would shut... His, he's his, dead dead. His body is so <laughs> dependent on alcohol at this point that he would have organs fail if he didn't hook tequila directly to his liver you can't do that to people that have been yeah 30 uh, doing years doing drugs of, so yeah, long you gotta I go mean, slow you gotta yeah you gotta go to the fucking hospital to do 
I don't think. You gotta, For real. You, you got to use meds to get off. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't believe that, like, people need to be loaded and be, like, wallowing in their demons to be funny. Like, first of all, like. Of course not. Yeah, like first of all, like if you try to better yourself, like your good news, your demons will never go away, and they will torment you throughout yeah. sure. your days. So I don't like. Also, I've like. But there is a transition. So, period. Some people, I, like I'm not going to mention any names here, but like some people that like are really known for being. We have a disclaimer. Okay, well, certain comedians I know who are known for being like party animals, who I'm still to this day a fan of. I've gone and seen live, and been like, oh, this this is actually not fun. This yeah. is kind of sad, really. And I can okay. see how you could cut around this to make a great album. You can say special. Argus. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be here, Al. <laughs> hey, Argus. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, but I get it. Like, look at Holtzman. But when he first got sober, yeah. it took him a minute to well, figure it I out. I mean, yeah, it's it's just, I mean, it can it can ruin, I think it can ruin you if you're like not willing to like work through whatever fear you were dumping booze on yeah. in the first place, sure. But like, I mean, I do think anyone who, you know, kind of quote does the work can like emerge better and ever and when I, when I what stopped, I'm trying to say is you just gotta put the bottle down and get right with Christ <laughs> when I stop drinking I when you're on that OR stage and you see one set of footprints it's not just yours buddy it's Jesus carrying <laughs> oh my god uh, sorry <laughs> that's when, great when I stopped drinking mm. my comedy didn't change really yeah but when I stopped smoking pot there was like three solid months where I was just super angry mm. And it was funny. It was just funny in a different way. Right. But I, I mean, I was legit. I felt like I was losing my mind. And then, like, I remember going to La Jolla, and I was with Argus. And Argus walks in. He's like, "Hey, bud, I heard you. I heard you stop the drugs." And I go, <laughs> "Yeah, who told you that?" Well, I talked to Tommy. He told me to keep an eye on you because you're pretty angry now that you're not doing dope. <laughs> I was like, "Did he? Did he just call it dope?" <laughs> Well, for him, that's when they started. We'll and and then he re- he really started trying to put you ought to come to meetings with me. I'm like, I don't, oh, I don't really right. need that. Okay. Everyone says they don't need it, but I think you probably do. I'm like, everyone needs it. I'm, I'm not going to meetings with you, Argus. Some of us have a little thing called self control. Whoa, whoa, whoa! But I have a, fr- a good friend. She got sober, and she did the meetings for maybe the first two years. Yeah, year and a half. two years of being a fucking loser. <laughs> oh. But she was really bad, and she. <laughs> you know bettered herself in an amazing way but it was just so hard Mm. so hard and then sure after a while she stopped doing the meetings but then it was funny because then i'd be at like her house for dinner and she'd uh just start drinking red wine i'm like but what's happening right here she's like oh i won't go further than this i'm like okay but she got herself to that level and now she that's self-control right there yeah enjoy a glass of red wine without Following it up with eight a vodkas or and an eight ball. The she, she would go penis to of a homeless man. Okay, maybe not a homeless man, but she would definitely get some penis. She also had a boyfriend that did a lot of coke and had a lot of coke on him, and he was Naturally. in chemo, and she would rob his house while he was at chemo. So God. everything was working. Nothing out. better than a, a cancer patient with cocaine. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> he didn't know he had cancer that's before a, he had the coke. That's habit. a sitcom waiting to happen. Just giving your immune system a little boost. Yeah. <laughs> Just helping out. Trust me. White blood cells like getting high. Speeding (laughs) up the process. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, This was fun, you guys. Thanks for got uh, social media things Um, you want to plug. Yeah, I'm very, you know, I'm not even on Instagram. Are you serious? I fucking hate social media. Good. Good for you. Joe, I knew you were our soulmate. Yeah. 
It's real. It's... I, I don't, I think it's so detrimental. This is, I would love to be able to get, I plug my gigs on there, but I'm not terribly active. I don't think. Right. Uh, Same, I just put shows up once well, what, in a while, what, a picture. What's your I handles very, anyway so I, people well, can see my handle your shows? Is, uh, I, 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 yeah, I post everything on my Twitter, at Joe Dosh, J-O-E-D-O-S-C-H. That's also on my Facebook. That's where I post everything. Uh, my YouTube channel is where I get a lot of my com- uh, oh, content out. So I'm just Joe Dosh on that, D-O-S-C-H. Um, yeah, so that's what Do you I put a lot of videos on? Yeah. I don't. I, I put one video up four years ago. I just uploaded one, I think. <laughs> that's all. We're really good at I brought my computer World to Wide see if Web. Josh can help me with the I think part. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I did it right. I'm the worst. The second to last video I posted on YouTube uh, was so long ago that Chris D'Elia was opening for me in okay. La Jolla. Okay. So. so, and how do we feel about that? So, we well, know where Chris since, came from. Since Chris opened for me, he has released six comedy specials, <laughs> starred on two sitcoms, oh. been in seven movies, made guest appearances on 25 television programs, and I have got d- diabetes since then. So, <laughs> win win. Win win. He's also way, how he's do you also know all gorgeous. those credits? Yes. He, do yeah. you think he's gorgeous? I think he's very yeah. cute. He's a good looking I, the guy. Biggest, the biggest. Uh, he's not my type, but he's a good looking guy. The biggest guy. comedian I have a crush on is Anthony Jeselnik. And I just turned. I, I thought it was Dice. Okay. I, well, yeah. But I mean, I, when I watch Jeselnik, I turn into such like a basic white girl. I'm just like, oh, he's really <gasps> handsome. I shouldn't <laughs> say those things. <laughs> do, you th- do you think he's gay or I don't straight? Know. I don't know. Very so, so, some girl asked. To me, I'm she's like, you is he can't gay? Smell it out. And I go, I, I, I don't think so. Also, I've seen him hit on girls. But. I also think I believe every man in show business is gay to a degree. In that, like, you may fuck women, but at the end of the day, you just want to get on stage and dance your big dance. Jazz hands, sure. That's, you know, it's a bunch of Kansas City faggots. Yeah, out there. dancing <laughs> around like a bunch of Kansas City faggots. <laughs> Hashtag outrage, Eleanor. Do you Why be, isn't that your Twitter handle? Really? <laughs> Do you want to be in our movie where we try to make a movie like Blazing Saddles today? Oh, you could do it. Can you, no, no, no. But I just want to make the movie about us trying to pitch it and going to different and studios. And how every studio would, would absolutely well, You know what? God willing, that whole idea becomes obsolete in three years. <laughs> and I do believe it will. Like this, I just, hope this so. just can't go. Like anytime I'm online, just looking at the Twitter feed and just, I just, that's what I think more than anything. This can't go on. You'd like and to think, gotta I, stop. Yeah. You, you got to think at some point, people are going to be like, this is kind of ridiculous. I kind of think, like, you know, like after World War One, they had it, they called it the return. Yeah, I remember. So, yeah. <laughs> you were around. <laughs> yeah, she was starring in all the Zoe tropes. He looks right at me. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, Joe, it was called the Great War. Yeah, <laughs> we turned that sauerkraut into Liberty Cabbage. <laughs> Many dachshunds were stoned to death. Liberty um, Cabbage is great. I only bring it up because they had this thing called the Return to Normalcy, where it was just like this was like the most horrible thing that ever happened, and we just like we just want to chill. Like, yeah, that's what they called the period. And I genuinely think the post-Trump area is going to be some like. It's going to be known for its chillness, so to speak. I hope so. I just think people are. Ju- we I just think can't. society is going to boil over, and yeah. we're all going to kill each other. Oh, otherwise, fingers crossed. We just can't sustain this level of just worked upness. Like yeah, I, heard, I agree. I heard someone describe it as revving it in neutral. And yeah, I, uh, I thought that was pretty spot on. Yeah, and people are just outraged about everything. It's absurd. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't. Give but a you know fuck. what? You know what I've noticed though. It's not. In my experience, it's not younger people as much. It's people in like their late twenties, early thirties. Millennials. It's like, 
Yeah, yeah. The, like the younger generation, I find is pretty cool because it's like yeah. Well, they got to be against well, what's because, before well, them. Well, because now it's like like the, this is like when their college administrators are like pushing the shit on them so hard. Like they recognize that as their authority, and like kids are like anti-authority right all the time. A lot of like this PC shit, it's coming from people who were like were young in the two thousands, where it was just kind of a shit show and everything flowed, and now they have. It's like they have this like post two thousands guilt. Yeah. about the whole hmm. thing that young people don't have because they were like five when 9-11 happened so they don't give a shit about anything and they didn't live through right. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sickening. Five when 9-11 happened. I think it's, that's exactly how old my baby sister was. <laughs> my heart just dropped 500 feet when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I do think her generation is already cooler than the 28-year-olds. Definitely. Oh, def- yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just like, I mean, and part of it is I know with her at least is you know she's known me her whole life. So I mean, we could name a million comics who are like super PC now. It's like, do you remember you in two thousand six? Like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah. yeah. And now they don't want to. Be, they're like, don't hold me accountable well, for what I said well, back then. Even, well, it's like, well, it's not well, even like don't hold me accountable. You. Like yeah. one, I think it's odd because they'll apologize. They're like, well, I was young and stupid. It's like you were in your fucking mid thirties for one. Yeah, but it's also like I thought the whole thing was. You know, hey, these are just jokes. We're not taking it seriously. Right. We're being artists. But now it's like, if you go and apologize, like, I kind of think you were bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought the whole point was we didn't have anything to apologize for. Uh, that's how we're goofing I firmly around. believe yeah. that there's no reason to ever apologize for Same. jokes. I mean, I don't even know if I'd go that far, but I just like, it's like, it's almost like the apology for the jokes, like, confirms that they were shitty all along. Yeah. Is that what we're saying? I mean, I'm I, okay with them being shitty, though. Yeah. Right, like, to me, that's the deal. It's like, I, I be I'll, who I'll, you are. I'll, 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 be I'll, the I'll, shit look, you are. I'll share this, okay? The whole reason I came out of the cl- yeah, the, I came out of the closet like the final straw, like literally, like I'm either about to do this or I'm gonna literally shoot myself. Do you know that Bill Burr bit where he? It's on one of his earlier albums that where he finds the pumpkin with his wife and it's like the wife's oh I want to buy the pumpkin for yes. Jack. What are you a fag? Like that was literally like the moment where I'm like. <laughs> Okay, like the only thing in my life that's stopping me from being happy is myself. Yep. And like, if I'm going to continue to do this, I'm literally going to kill myself. And like, yeah. I've got to just cut the shit and just be who I am and be happy. And but, like, now I'm literally not dead and like living a happy life. And it's because of like an angry white straight man saying the word, f- screaming the word faggot in a piece of art. Yeah. So like, outrage. I've and always, that was- so I've always taken that as like, I don't. That my problem with censorship is like the people who are for it. It's like, well, we know what we, you know, people need to hear. You don't. Like, I was reading Dan Savage, and I had a lot of like positive message about gayness around me. None of it was working. What What did help was an angry white straight dude screaming faggot. Yeah, yeah. And what so Bill I don't want to hear like this is harmful. In that bit, was he he was saying that like his friends would think yeah. he's a fag yeah. for buying a yeah. pumpkin. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. It's I about remember. his own inner monologue saying That's like preventing won't, him that won't from let enjoying him be happy. this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. And like I'm sure it did like offend certain people, but like I'd rather have fucking like my life than your feelings. <laughs> but it's like yeah. you're saying they're missing the point. Yeah. Like he he was he was blocking himself from enjoying yeah. something because of what society right, thinks. Right. So it's Bullshit. It's just I've always taken that as like the big linchpin of like no the even when I'm like I'm like are these people right am I just being like a like a shitty little like edge lord twenty two year old as an adult is that all I really am I'm like no fucking like art is important yes okay yes Very it's not important. just like I don't mean that as just pabulum it's fucking important and it really does mean something like like the the 
dumbest, most thoughtless joke that gets said in the OR. It doesn't matter. Like, the shit we do is important. And I don't want to hear otherwise from a bunch of scared, spineless little people. Yeah, that are afraid to get on stage. And more importantly, only only exist with the social media Mm -hmm. morality that they want other people to see them in this certain way. Yeah. You like you know what I think too it's like because those same people will be like God religious people are so stupid because they base their morality off of a book written by a man in the sky it's like yeah it's much smarter to have in like an online aggregate of anonymous twenty somethings yeah, yeah that's a much better idea you dipshits yeah I, people in general drive me crazy yeah. but like I I always thought for the longest time I was like fucking right wing people are just lunatics yeah and I, now I'm at the point I'm trying to explore it on stage more but it's like the thing i appreciate about right-wing lunatics is they think that most of what i do and say in my life is wrong yeah but that's where it ends Mm -hmm. and my problem now with the insane left-wing uh society that we're dealing in yeah is they think that i'm wrong and i need to change it Mm -hmm. right and i just want people to understand we're all going to be who we are they're so. like secular puritans they're like yes. the fucking they're like the religious police in iran but they think they have the right to like like they think they have the right to do it because like a thing that's bigger than them gives the ability it's like they the people here now think they have the right to do it because they figured it out themselves like which is more arrogant really yeah you know i like this this is so amazing yeah. so fucking, prolific look at the point is fuck people we need to kill as okay, many of them as possible probably... I agree. what we need is a, a purifying bloodbath if we could just <laughs> <laughs> if we can get a rage plague Let's do going that immediately rage plague is my follow-up album to painfully unsuccessful amazing <laughs> i like it i like it very much so um i will thank you for being on joe this thank was appreciate really it, great guys i pre- i'm a big fan of the show so I'm, i've been really i appreciate you coming and doing this. You guys now we great. have our late night spots to do. We sure do. So, Why don't you guys keep bragging? Uh, please. Like, I'd love to, I'd love, I'd I just, just, just got to drive home and, and oh. just bask in the glory of nothingness. Yeah. You'll be here all weekend, right? Probably. Very I don't know. Exciting. Well, I'd love to keep talking, but somebody's got a check spot in the main room to go do. Damn. <laughs> Samesy, um, All right, fucking all right. assholes. Thank you, guys. Thank you Thanks for listening. listening. Rate, subscribe. Um, and I don't know what shows I have coming up because I don't know when this is coming out. Uh, yeah, the, just go to our website. I'm at website. the Comedy Store every weekend yes. except for the 27th of October. Oh yes, Eleanor and I will be at the All Things Comedy Festival Fun. in Phoenix. It'll yeah. be the first time that I've left the state of California I'm in so four proud. years. <gasps> Wow. I'm so excited about this. Yeah. It's going to be a road trip. Nice. Uh, Josh, do you have anything to promote? Josh O'Brien, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm opening for uh, Chris D'Elia and... Uh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and Brian Callen, uh, October 3rd, but this probably will be already out by then. And then I'm doing uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, the 19th of October, Springfield, Ohio, the 20th of October. I'm going with the Jason Rouse in Toronto, uh, 28th. November to the 1st of December, and then New Year's, I'm doing Fremont, Ohio. That's a lot, Josh. Okay, you don't Jeez, have to fucking man. rub it in. Oh, Jesus, right. Mary, and Joseph, yeah. right? Our, apparently, our producer gets Joe, booked you, more are than you going to be us. anywhere? I mean, I'm Jesus. I'm be here at the comedy store. Maybe you'll be opening week, for Josh Christ on <laughs> yeah, a cross. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Joe yeah. and I on the same plan. Thank come, you, guys. Come check me every comedy, every... Monday through Wednesday here at the Comedy Store and probably some other days. Great. <laughs> Monday through Wednesday is such an ass. It's the it's greatest really place in the world. It really is. <laughs> Thanks for All listening, right. guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.